When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What is up, everybody? This is Double G from Fight Game Media. The free episode of the week is Power Bombshells with Mel and Sam. They live stream on our YouTube channel every Sunday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Yes, they go head-to-head with the NFL. So if you need your wrestling fix and kind of tired of the NFL dominating your Sunday, check out uh, the, the, the live stream, youtube.com front slash at Fight Game Media is how you can get there and subscribe. We're trying to get to 3,000 subscribers at some point in 2023. Definitely will help us out if you subscribe to that channel. And also, uh, their audio is generally every Sunday after they're done is on the Patreon, the $10 tier, which is our video tier. Uh, and you get a couple extra podcasts in that tier. And uh, that is uh, that is generally it. You know what? There's one more thing. I have posted, by the time you listen to this, the brand new cool check-in that I started last week. Just a uh, few topics in, in the world of professional wrestling that is on the website fightgamemedia.com if you do not want to read that and instead you want to hear me read that article in this podcast feed you just want to listen to me listen to the listen to my voice that will be in this feed tomorrow i will read that article uh, we're, we're doing some of that uh, as i relaunch the website I've been doing a little bit of writing here and there, so uh, we're, we're reading those articles as pods, short podcasts. So that will be up sometime tomorrow. And yeah, why don't you? Let's just yeah, let's just kick it to Mel and Sam right now. Power bombshells. They're talking about the WWE, uh, the the cuts. They're talking about Grand Slam, and they're talking about the new Joshi company in the U.S. Suke Bond. Listen, let's listen to Mel and Sam. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 84 of the Power Bombshells. I am Sam. That is Mel. We are not your average bras talking about your average wrestling. And we're here with you again this week. How are you doing? I am doing all right. I 
went to a fundraiser at my brewery yesterday. Oh, that sounds for fun. For suicide awareness. They did a walk and cool. they did my local brewery. <clears throat> I know I've talked about them before. We do the Viking thing for their right. anniversary party because it's all family run. I now know all the kids' names. As soon as I arrived, I was immediately crying. It was just like, I spent the first hour just hanging out with the kids. <laughs> That's um, awesome. The wives of one of the brothers is doing a walk for uh, suicide awareness. And uh-huh. I got this uh, shirt, this You Matter shirt, and it's got a great message on the back. And I knew, I just wanted to make a quick note of it just because it was really cool at Starcraft Brewery. And you can still donate if you're interested. It's Very just cool. S-T-A-R-R Craft Brewery. And it's right on their Facebook and you know, it's something that affects people and it's something that needs to be done. They had the uh, the pizza food truck that they, another family ven- vendor that they have out a lot to, to mm-hmm. do pizza and all the proceeds went to the, the walk and the awareness. And it's just one of those things. I was, I was like, yay, it's like all my favorite people and doing a good thing. And I was like, I'll mention it to Sam because I know yeah. That- you know, I'm really cool because I like walked over there. <laughs> I was like, I can't miss this. This is something that I feel really, you know, I got my platforms. I got my things that I'm, I'm passionate about. And I think that. Yeah. People, the, of course. It's, it's got to talk. Got to talk. Exactly. And that's definitely one of the things I'm a big proponent of is talking about it so that it removes the stigma because it doesn't get destigmatized if we don't talk about it and if we don't um and it make it it's shouldn't be a taboo topic because this is a topic that affects so many families and people and they shouldn't be suffering alone and you can't combat it if you don't talk about it exactly and like my shirt says you matter you always matter there's always somebody out there there's so it's it's important like i think it is obviously i mean i don't have to go any further than that but i i wanted to share that because it was a lot of fun and it was with my family and, and friends <laughs> yeah yeah for a great cause and That's i just awesome. love that i love <laughs> it's funny that you're yeah, not funny but it's like that you went for something for a good cause and then i was doing the same thing uh last night was a uh, an event for sunny and so um That's right. Yeah, so my mom, originally my mom and me and my sister were going to go, but uh, Nikki has, she's going to post something about it on Twitter later. She's just been kind of out of it. She posted something to Facebook, and but uh, she had her gallbladder removed on Friday, and so that was three months and one day from her back surgery. She had her gallbladder removed. She's had, uh, she'll, she can probably talk about it a little bit more, but she basically since her back surgery she's been nauseous literally every single time she eats um like in the middle of eating she would just get nauseous and sometimes get in her her food or she'd finish her food or she'd have to stop and come back to it and so it's it was a process of trying to rule out make sure that it wasn't like a blockage from the back surgery then we had to go see like she had to go see our primary doctor and then she had to then she had to get sent for uh, an mri to confirm and then she had like a really big gallstone in the um in the oh what is the term it's like but basically in the line the entryway into the gallbladder was a really big gallstone and bile couldn't get past it and okay. so that's what kept like that's why she was the bile duct thing right and so yeah. that's why she was nauseated all the time 
And so she finally, finally got it removed Friday. And so it's been, the last 48 hours have been <laughs> a lot. But uh, so um, our dad came and with his, uh, with his new, uh, hopefully his new service dog. And yeah. they came and awesome. they played, they played nurse to Nikki so that me and my mom could go to uh, support Sunny. And it was a really cool event. It was a dinner and bingo which was actually, we had a lot of fun and it was like, like a three hour event and they've raised a lot of, I think they raised like $6,000 for Sunny. I think last we night still have, his, wait, let me see. This might block us out for a minute, but I think I still have our. Yeah. Uh, so, and for so those of you who are new here or may have missed some of this, um, we've been talking about it for a while. Uh, Sunny is my, well, she was 10 at the time. She'll be 11 in uh, about a month from now uh but 10 four days after her 10th birthday she was diagnosed with dipg um and she has an inoperable brain tumor um and she's been in different trials since then it seems to be working fairly well uh of course with these things you never they can be a little unpredictable and so right now she's currently um in the midst of <laughs> she will be getting 12 rounds of radiation um the tumor is shrinking but the her specialist in augusta uh, so it's kind of like an octopus, like you can get the head, but then like, tentacles try to kind of spread out. And so right now we're trying to stop those tentacles from doing that. And so she just had her second round of radiation last week. Um, and so she, uh, and sometimes she does have to use uh, a wheelchair and sometimes she doesn't. Um, she is like, she um, had to teach herself to write with her left hand because her right hand is not currently is not working at all um and so she taught herself how to write left-handed all unprompted she taught herself how to do it and um her mom shared um a picture of her writing and her writing looks really great <laughs> for somebody that's just taught themselves how to do that and so but you know for the most part so she, of course she has her struggles overall she's doing fairly well the treatment seemed to be working it's just obviously that's a lot on a nearly 11 year old child <laughs> yesterday yes. was <laughs> yeah because that would be a lot on anybody um but yeah so it was really good to see her yesterday she uh got a little overwhelmed when she first walked in and people were chanting for her it made her cry but <laughs> she Aww, <sweet. laughs> but she really enjoyed she was sitting with her friends playing bingo and had a really good time and so it was really good to to be able to spend some time with uh, with a family yesterday and there was a lot of community like a couple of her oncology assistants came out to support her yeah. and so that was really cool and she just had yeah it was a um they were it, we i think the place could hold 105 people and they sold it out um so that was really cool too so it was really nice to see the community coming in for her awesome so, yeah very cool so i'm glad you and i both had really cool impactful stuff happen yesterday yeah that's really i guess it was just like that kind of thing yeah we'll definitely <laughs> yeah. tweet that stuff out from our uh yeah absolutely we definitely will get those x twitter account the x twitter <laughs> yeah i keep calling the it artist it's funny because formerly when I write, known as twitter <laughs> when i write articles i still say twitter i was Me like too. i'm not calling it that and so i in my i was like i don't know if i'm gonna get in trouble for writing these articles and saying twitter but i was like that's what that's what it is i don't and it's funny you get because a legal notice i think you're fine when i <laughs> when i link tweets to articles it doesn't work because it'll say x.com and it doesn't work with x i have to delete x and write in twitter for the tweet to show up so <laughs> it's twitter well, come on <laughs> it won't connect to our facebook anymore right. our, uh, <laughs> sorry our uh, rss feed anymore 
So I right. have to manually post the audio to Mel our, every week. <laughs> our thing. I mean, pretty soon it's going to be Garrett's problem, but for now, <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, and so, and that's, I guess, part of the reason. Like, we'll go ahead and that'll. Sorry, I don't know what Miley's barking at. There's no telling. Um, as long as it's not a fire alarm this week. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're good, but <laughs> that's always not... something around here. I was trying to segue into our Patreon page because, regardless of what uh, Twitter makes our RSS feed do, uh, if you are subscribed to the Patreon, um, if you are on the ten dollars tier, then you automatically get the audio of this show uh, a few hours after it's live here. Um, and so, there's a lot of great stuff besides us. And then, so in a few months, we will be going. Uh, our audio will be going directly only to Patreon, but we will still, still be here on our YouTube live every week. Every That's not week. changing. Just where the audio will be is there. And the uh, audio is going to be on the Fight Game <laughs> Network Patreon ten dollar tier, and then yes, and there's other good stuff on the ten dollar. There's a five dollar tier too, if that fits better in your budget. There's some really great stuff great in stuff. that tier too. And then if you do subscribe to the ten dollar tier, you've also got a couple of other shows that you have access to, and then also the monthly happy hour uh, where you can participate. You can bring whatever drink you would like: water, <laughs> tea. tea hot cocoa hot cider it's getting to be that time of year oh yeah no we, we, <laughs> you can bring your hot load of cider so <laughs> like he's like what it's apple season i'm like oh my fructose intolerance is so angry right now because apple season is one of my favorites yeah i bet yeah nikki i think has issues she can't she's the same I, I balance on- Nikki can't trick do his balance anymore because of because of the low thought about. Well, she's hoping maybe with the gallbladder, maybe it'll help some stuff, but we'll see how that turns maybe. out. <laughs> but make sure that you're also subscribed to our YouTube channel. That is a huge help for us because we are huge. live every week. We do have, and then of course there's uh, speaking of strong style that is live on Thursdays. Um, helps them out. Uh, there's clips from the shows that go up, and again, we've I mentioned it all the time. If you're unsure about subscribing to the Patreon, um, there's clips of other shows on here and so you can get a little feel for the other hosts and what type of content there is and check it out first and then if you like it then if you if it's in your budget you want to if you want to help us out then definitely subscribe and then i believe also if you decide to do you can do a month-to-month basis but if you decide to do the yearly basis uh, i believe you get like a 10 percent discount i think is what it is it's a little bit cheaper and i mean if you know you're gonna buy in like why not save yourself a little money in right this exactly <laughs> And so, <laughs> Colin, I knew that was going to, I was waiting on somebody to bring that up. Colin said, oh, you've swapped places. <laughs> That's weird. Oh, I know why it happened. It was because I let you into the studio. You did. She had to let me into the studio today. So <laughs> Is it going to mess everybody up? <laughs> Let's just leave it and we'll see how much it confuses people. And then if they fuss about it, we'll at, at least Colin has been, thank you for watching enough yes, to even notice it. such a thing. That is like, thank you. We do. We appreciate that. And then also, Nikki said that she loves your hat. Thank you. (laughs) And I hope you feel better. She said she's going to try to hang with us as long as she can. It just kind of depends on uh, how she's feeling and if her. I uh, totally get it. I want her to feel better. Or anything like that. So (laughs) I can't wait for her to feel better and be able to, like, really just be normal and and get a handle on that stuff. I'm sure she can't, but vibes. (laughs) 
all the best vibes we appreciate she i know she i will speak for her i know that she greatly appreciates that oh yep here she is i wasn't sure if she was she says thank you you guys the best i got um some information as we were talking and i was trying not to be rude while you were talking i was trying to listen oh does us here he did say that he would be here for some period of time so uh, as that i told him here. just like with colin we appreciate any of your time <laughs> yes grace says youtube's watching the spots so we're just gonna throw we'll just change it up every every Ooh, once in a while yeah. throw you guys off just we'll just pop in when uh, we'll just randomly pop in in different areas <laughs> nikki said she appreciates that so much you guys are i mean you know you know i love you so yes we love you I mean, too. we can't get too squishy on here it'll get yeah <laughs> people be like Aren't these people supposed to be talking about wrestling? Yes, and we are actually getting into some wrestling. So the breaking news that I have got. Yeah, oh, what is it? Do we? We don't have a. Oh wait, no, we're not. We're not the Mike we, and Judy show. We, we don't have our breaking do. news. We don't have the breaking news uh, uh, graphic like they do. I only have a spoiler alert, not a breaking. <laughs> I, I, I was just breaking news. I'm not writing <laughs> down right now. Okay. Okay, I'll we're gonna something. we're gonna work on that for you guys. So that sometimes we want breaking news. And so the breaking news is apparently uh that Sammy Callahan's impact contract is coming up in just under a week. Uh he's been with Impact Wrestling since 2017, and there's believed to be interest from both sides and possibly re-signing. However, sources close to the situation say that Callahan is able to speak with other wrestling companies. Um, and of course, he has experience in WWE on the NXT brand, uh, MLW, NJPW, Lucha Underground. And he also is the promoter for Wrestling Revolver, uh, which oh. I talk about fairly often on here. Wrestling Revolver is phenomenal. I have really I hear a lot of people talk about it. <laughs> yeah, they're on Fight Plus um and this is like not an ad or anything but you can subscribe i was gonna say the different price but that's the price i started at and then we got grandfathered in but yeah. when they, the, the intro price so it's seven i it's believe still fairly like, reasonable especially yeah, for what you get on it price is 7.99 a month and you get access to like there's um they're not paying us or anything w. we just like them yeah gcw's on there that's where i watch all my gcw stuff um they do like when they do the mania stuff uh in march that they do where they do like a whole bunch of indies that's all on there included in your 7.99 price like you don't have to it's not like new japan where you subscribe and then you have to pay for a pay-per-view like it's all in that bundle i believe i want to say black label pros on there there's like there's a ton of stuff over there i think there's some mlw on there now but yeah wrestling revolver I would recommend subscribing soon. Uh, their next show is October the 8th. And that's the, um, October, we're going to talk about it a little bit more when it gets closer, but October the 8th is the one where they're going to do the women's wrestling grand prix. It's their first time that they're ever oh. doing an all women's tournament. There's eight oh women my. that are in the tournament. Then there's going to be a special non-tournament tag team match. Uh, Renee Paquette is the special guest. Um, that show, I believe, is at 3 p.m. And then the sh the following show at 8 p.m. Uh, is, well, supposed to have John Moxley. I don't know. Probably not now. <laughs> I would say no. I would say no. And there's not been an official announcement yet. I don't. He, I mean, he, it's he pops just, up no. pretty fairly often in Wrestling Revolver. Like, they had a show. Because um, it's based out of, they wrestle in different places. But it's based in Ohio, which, obviously, it's John oh, Moxley country. We should go. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like I'm like 
I bet it's like shows, an hour away. They run shows in Iowa as well, but I believe that they're based in Ohio, I want to say. There's most of the cities in Ohio. I mean, like, and they're getting ready to go, and they're getting ready to go to Texas. Uh, they haven't been to Texas in a while, and they're doing a tales. Oh, what is it? Tales from I forget what it is, but there's like some crazy matches that have already been announced for that show. Um, but yeah, so they that like there was a show a few months ago called A Night at the Moxbury. So like John Moxley, and then he <laughs> he didn't wrestle that when he came out and was just like the special guest or whatever. But he was supposed <clears throat> to wrestle. Um, gringo loco a couple of months ago but then they pulled him to do the uh the um parking lot fight and so he couldn't he couldn't be there so in his place they sent Takeshita. <laughs> Takeshita oh, no. gringo loco was oh. oh no we can't have john oh, moxley so you're giving me so Takeshita. <laughs> but Takeshita versus gringo loco was fantastic and awesome so gringo loco versus mox was supposed to happen at this next show guessing that's on hold Probably. And so, and as I keep saying, as Gringo Loco says, Moxley fears him, and <laughs> that's why he won't show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they've got a really, there's a bunch of really good stuff over there. I can't say enough about them. They're a lot of fun. Um, they are a little. There are some on the. If you're not into like a hardcore matches and violence and bloodiness that may not be for you because some not every match is like that some of them are and then there's then there's really crazy silly stuff like i talked about a couple of weeks ago where it was like dan the dad and matthew palmer and tyler breeze and they redid their entrances and they were doing like dan the dad came out with a bunch of other dad guys men as dressed as dads and they came out to john cena's theme and matthew well no tyler breeze came out as breezeberg and did the goldberg entrance and then matthew palmer came out and he was dressed like frankenfurter from rocky horror and he came out to time warp and so like it's so some of it is just really fun silly stuff like that and then like on that same card is like really bloody matches and there's like death matches and no there was i believe that same show had the no rope barbed wire match <laughs> so oh yeah my. like then this is the same card and then there's like women's matches and like there's a little bit of everything <laughs> in wrestling revolver so um but all of this to say is we don't know since so this all started because of the sammy callahan news that we just got but yes it'll be interesting sammy's been and he's been like associated with impact for so long now like so it would be weird to see him in, anywhere else just because he's so like he's always there doing something and like and so it'll be interesting i would assume that he resized but who knows maybe he wants to go test the free agent market elsewhere <laughs> i mean you know it's a wide open field right now this is yeah. the weirdest. I think it's like kind of like it could be the best time or the worst time to be yes. a free agent. I can't decide yet. Yeah, it's kind of TBD again. So. Yeah, and I guess we can just segue right on into uh, how it's going to be maybe a little crowded in the in the in the in both the indie market and as well as AEW and Impact and you know New Japan and things like that it's because WWE did their first round of cuts under Endeavor, which, you know, kind of was expected. Um, and so we had quite a few releases. And I have, unfortunately, have covered every round of WWE layoffs since the pandemic. It's not something I enjoy doing. Um, it's actually quite sad <laughs> to have to do that. But, um, you know, that's how things go. And, of course, you know, with a merger, we expected 
stuff like this to happen. Um, and so there's supposedly going to be more cuts. Um, oh, yeah, there'll be I guess, more. I mean, yeah, it, it definitely wouldn't surprise me. Uh, and they did. And this one, this round of cuts on Thursday was everywhere from top to bottom. Like they went, you know, from the very top to, uh, to piece recruits got cut um on thursday and so i would and people kept telling me like um because i don't really follow uh mma and things like that but people were like mm -hmm. endeavor is brutal like when they took over ufc like they were cutting people left and right they were like That's i can't try to tell you they were like they're gonna cut and they're gonna cut big names which you know we did see here we saw i think probably the two biggest talents that were cut were shelton benjamin and Dolph ziggler, Dolph ziggler. And, it, and it's probably because they're older and making a ton of money and not well shelton was on tv some I, I don't keep of course i don't keep up with it but from what i understand him and cedric had it had been on tv not fairly up i think semi-regularly enough that it caught people off guard um i think a lot then, of people said that he was with vince <clears throat> he actually was someone that vince like liked because of his size and things like so he right. did fit into that size model at least a little mm -hmm. bit i mean I think that we know where Vince is between like certain uh, colored skins of people. Uh, I'm right. not being very subtle. I mean, I think right. we know no, that it's Vince true. has issues with race. Well, and it, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it still permeates to like the way that he pushes people. And I think it's pretty clear that like, cause you saw yeah. people, I mean, poor Bianca Belair taking so much hell for things that right. shouldn't be. And right them not right. really stepping in and defending because that's not really the company's historical culture. Right. No, it's not. And, so, you, and I mean, it's obvious. And there's it's between every uh, single cut between the pandemic and now they are all Vince's decisions. He yep. has somebody else do it for him so that they are the fall guy. It was Nick Khan during the pandemic. That's who, but these oh no this is perfect this these is even are, better yeah so now he can blame it on endeavor but these cuts are from Vince McMahon he picks who he does not want there anymore and so and then of course they talk about how oh Vince loved me and it was you know and I, it was funny because you know we that conversation comes up all the time but it, um, Mike and JD were actually talking about this the other day about they're like oh it was you know it was Bruce Pritchard who didn't like me or it was Jim Ross who didn't like me or whatever no it's vince vince is nice to your face because he wants you to stay yeah. <laughs> but, but well, he, he it comes down to to make sure you believe that it was them that didn't like you right exactly exactly and so we do see that here and so i you know and i was originally it was because when it first came out uh, mustafa ali was the first talent to go and it came at first it was being reported that excuse me, it had nothing to do with talent cuts. And so I tweeted and I was like, good for him because like, I thought he finally like got, cause you know, he'd wanted his release for a while and they wouldn't give it to him. They pulled him off TV for months. And the timing was weird because he's scheduled to wrestle Dominic Mysterio on NXT this week for the North American title. <laughs> so timing's interesting. But so originally I was like, good for him. He's finally getting out of there. And then they're like, wait a minute. We were like, they're, we're getting more information. They're like, actually there are talent cuts coming today. And then like within minutes, Emma 
tweeted that she had been released and it was so <laughs> poor emma first of all just being cut from this company again who didn't she wrestled she came back last october to uh challenge ronda rousey for the smackdown women's title then she was in the royal rumble and then they like sporadically used her and sometimes she was just out there with her real life fiance riddick moss <laughs> and then that was it they barely used her oh, but she had tweeted like maybe an hour before because the elimination chamber is going to be in Australia next year. And right. she tweeted something about how it would be the dream. Then quote tweeted it and was like, never mind. I've been released again. Yeah. And like, <laughs> like poor Emma. <laughs> it's like that company is just not meant for her. But, and she said, but like she said, she said, she's, you know, she met the, her fiance there. And so, and then he got released like, it came out like a little bit later that he had been released and uh, it was just crazy. And then, so yeah, there's been, and so I have a whole list of the talent that got cut, but like, it was just, um, it's always sad to see people lose their jobs and no matter where they are on the roster, how good they are, how they've been used. Like Aaliyah was there for like 10 years. And I think I want to say JD said she only has like 75 matches in that period like which is crazy and then like um elias is gone and just like it's cr it's really interesting to see the amount of people and so then you're where do they go because aw can't hire everyone right. and <laughs> impact can't really hire everyone mm -hmm. either then there's the indie scene and like you're gonna get like who's gonna out of that list like who's gonna draw people in to see them and like I uh, do want to say that I very much disagree with Mike Gilbert, if he is listening, <laughs> about his comments yeah. about Mustafa Ali. Mustafa has nothing to prove. The reason he was booked the way he was is because of what he looks like and because of the things that he said, because he was a former police officer and he talked about all the changes that need to happen within policing. He was a oh dear god no <laughs> he was a vocal supporter of black lives matter he was a vocal oh. supporter he was very vocal about a lot of things and of course that's not wwe is not about that and so he uh, thankfully was himself but that's the reason he was booked the way he is we've seen how good mustafa is that too and i know a lot of people didn't watch 205 live but for those of us who did <laughs> we Hi. know how good he is yeah he was and great. I, I loved him i am a huge mustafa fan i have been since the day i saw him and i hope that he i if AEW was going to sign anybody from that group i hope it's him we got I to just, see him live he actually got he got to hear on an evolve show when they were doing that merging thing and oh, right. i got a great picture like oh man i mean come on like that one is one that i would like to see yes so, i mean i would love to see him in AEW, but yeah. again it's like what how yeah. many guys because like i think right. i was listening to garrett and john larocca this week and they actually were having a discussion about it and john larocca kind of laid it out flat like as a former booker like if you're gonna put people on you have to take people off and i'm like he's, he's fine room for mustafa <laughs> I, I mean yeah i think that i think that tony will i mean i think that people are like oh he doesn't have all this money and i'm like no but he does have a substantial like well he's not paying a top star anymore so he has a little bit of budget <laughs> well, i just i think that i mean so. there's a couple people and i think that or a few people a handful of people that like if you 
if they were at the top of my list, that's somebody that's and Sheldon Benjamin, yeah. I've always been a fan of, so I'm that's a heart pick for me. I'm big on like him. I'd love to see him. Yeah, I would love to see Shelton go to New Japan. I, yeah, would, or go, and I think he spent some time in Noah, I believe, I think is where it was at. He's done, he's somebody that fits still can fit into that role. I like, I think he would excel. That would Japan. be good. I would. I would love be fun. to see him there. Like, and if Mustafa, like, and Mustafa, is somebody I think that could do the indies. Like, he could go. Like, he could do Defy. He could do Wrestling Revolver. He can do Black Label Pro in these big name indies, and people will pay to see him. Like Mustafa, and Mustafa is he's just he's so good. Like, I would love to see him. Just wherever he goes, I will watch. If he goes to Impact, if he maybe he goes to Japan, wherever he goes. Yeah, I talked I will. about him going to Impact in the Discord. Actually, was one of the things I had. Yeah, and impact and, and especially so we had a conversation about it it was they're you know, activist i guess he would be x division probably and that yeah, x division that x division is incredible as it is i mean they've got i mean that's chris saban is their current champion leo rush is over there there's you know various we members of the rascals some, like, go through shots at like kashida's there that's <laughs> exactly give him some give him a shot at some of the new japan talent without yeah. sending him straight to new japan maybe yeah I, yeah I would, so if, yeah if he went to impact like i would be happy with that too i just i would love to see him just on tv and actually get an actual shot because yeah. he's got he's got the skill in the ring he's got the look he's got he's really charismatic he's great at promos and like i think and the characters that he's tried to do in wwe like it's there and he has it's just they need he needs somebody who believes in him and will give him the opportunity to push him um so i would love to see him there um but yeah and i could see <laughs> mike and jd were talking about they don't know that tony will sign Dolph Ziggler but would probably bring him in for some matches because they're like you know that <laughs> they're gonna the young bucks are gonna want to wrestle him and uh Ryan Nemeth which I think they're accurate with that <laughs> and excuse me Dolph I haven't is, gotten all the way through their show but I did get through that much so yeah that's Dolph is somebody who because I disagreed with him on the uh Mustafa thing too <laughs> I yeah like, no. I was just like nope <laughs> but I think I think Scott Edwards You're entitled to your opinion <laughs> you are I don't agree with that Even opinion if it's Scott wrong making some faces like I don't know about that <laughs> but yeah Dolph I first of all he's incredibly underrated um and I think you can see that from the amount of people who want to wrestle him they were like, Sean Spears sure. is like, yeah. he's great. I want to wrestle him. And all these people were like, I want to wrestle him. And, and I think that Tom Lawler probably had the best tweet to sum it all up as he was like, I, cause he's like, I've never met him. I've never wrestled him, but he was constantly booked like a loser, but he yep. is the, one of the best wrestlers. If you let him go and basically get him out of that system and just let him, if he wants to, cause you know, Mike and JD had a very good point. He's been doing the comedy thing for a really long time he's set probably yeah he doesn't true. have to wrestle anymore if he doesn't want to he doesn't have to put his body through that maybe he just does for does like sporadic indie shows and goes and you know maybe him and uh because him and ryan do comedy shows all the time uh, they do they do stuff together um they were just doing one a few weeks ago and so they could definitely if they wanted to they could go tag you know team up in different places i think or doff is an attraction people would pay 
I think people would pay to see him and he could go out and have these killer matches with really incredible indie talent. Um, and then he could do comedy if you, I, I would not be surprised if he doesn't sign anywhere full time. Um, I think people will bring him in uh, just to, I mean, I would love to see him and even an impact to see some of the matches just that he could have. And I think he would be, I think he'd be really great on the indie scene. I think he could just go wrestle if he just wanted to make a list of young guys he wanted to work or he could just go wrestle filthy tom somewhere <laughs> i'm sure that tom would be happy to do that and so yeah i would like to see him uh just kind of do some cool stuff and i think so they're all under 90 day uh non-compete non yeah so december the 20th i think is what i saw i think when i want to say that it was monsoor I think said December the 20th is when he can start taking bookings. So right before Christmas, uh, also right before the supposed December pay-per-view, there's a rumored AEW pay-per-view for December 29th. It has not been confirmed, but they're getting really, they're getting, if, if the rumors are true that they're going to monthly pay-per-views, which it kind of seems like they are, there's been the rumor that so we have the winter is coming shows, but that's generally before the, the what the 90 days would be. But like I was teasing yesterday, I was like, Mustafa can start because apparently there was a promo he cut recently that scared WWE because of the the way the way I guess Mustafa was talking like a politician and he oh, was geez. showing yeah he was showing imagery of like the the I want to say it was oh well, no I believe it's all three North American flag it was the like it was the Mexican flag the United States flag and the Canadian flag and he was talking about how he's about being the North American champion but he was talking like a politician and he was doing all these things and supposedly there's a rumor going around that that's what that somebody it up some set somebody in the office so i was joking i was like i can't wait till this this ad or how this promo runs <laughs> during winter is coming and then he shows up at the december pay-per-view <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah so i don't know it could be so it'll be end of year or i guess early next year before we start seeing these talents show up in places and so um we've got a few months um can you I know, just say that a 90-day non-compete in a niche, uh, like, niche career like this mm -hmm. is freaking mental? Yeah. That means you can't work for three months. Think about yeah. if you, with right. a family, as a grown-up, mm -hmm. could not work in your career. Right. This is, and I don't, this isn't just a wrestling problem. It's like an engineer problem. Sure. I Google, I, I mean, yeah. this is... It, everything has this i think that that's, yeah and i know that you're even... literally telling someone you can't work in your field for right. three months like how do you pay your bills what if he's the sole supporter yeah and, and then you've family? got yeah because you've so you've got your your wrestlers like you know your shelton benjamins and your Dolph zigglers and even mustafa probably will be okay in that three-month period but your lower tier people who are either barely on TV or they're your NXT people or your recruits. <laughs> like these people are not going to, they're going to struggle for three months. So how are they going to pay yeah. their bills? Then they, now they have to think yeah. about how am I going to, if, especially if they've got children, how am I going to pay for Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> I can't start wrestling until five days before Christmas. Who's booking shows five, you know, most companies are not going to be, most indie companies are not going to be booking shows five Around days before Christmas. Christmas. Some of them will, but I mean, that's terrible. 
it's a very <laughs> it's just just to tell them that they can't compete is i don't like it in any of that i mean i think no there's a any, reason i think there's yeah. a reasonable situation but like in almost any uh profession i think it's kind of nuts because yeah they were because i used to work it, in the i used to work in the vet field and there were doctors who could not like if they left before their contract was up they couldn't work at another vet within like a hundred mile radius yeah see i mean that one i guess is a little more i'll give like a at least i can work yeah. but you still have i mean there's transportation issues like if we had public right. transportation maybe but and I get it, but you also like sign a non-disclosure agreement. So what do you, if, I mean, I go to work tomorrow at AEW and my non-disclosure that I signed at WWE is still legal and binding. So I, there's right. still like things I can't do and can get in big trouble now, obviously. But also like NFL teams trade players around all the time. Yeah. There's no non-compete. There's no nothing. There's, right. I mean... Maybe I guess if they start throwing around, like if new leagues start competing with the NFL, but when is that ever going to happen? Yeah, really not the XFL, clearly. But they don't um, care. I mean, ball so player. So Ranger says that WWE That's does true. pay them during the 90 days, which I guess is, so it's not like they're making nothing. However, they're being barred from doing any work for another yeah, I company. I wonder what, I mean, if that's true, that helps a little. I mean, but they're not I, I know they're not making um, they're not but they're sure not they're, gonna be ma no they're making unemployment essentially well and i was gonna say they're not making them. merch money but i'm sure i mean i guess Dolph Ziggler and Mustafa, well who knows what uh, they don't know that they've got much merch i don't even know that so i assume that they can't they can't put up a pro wrestling tease like during that time right like would they um, have to wait or can that i don't I know i would assume that anything that had to do with rights wouldn't yeah they'd have to i guess if it was under their real names like i, I mean get... <laughs> they're going to have to start releasing because i'm sure wwe has rights. i mean i bet you could like put out random shirts like that support but, yeah that are not wrestling shirts <laughs> He can't have any Spirit Squad Nikki shirts, but, you know. <laughs> um, and so there's another comment that says, I don't really see any of these guys being in really high demand. I feel like none of these people who will draw new viewers for a promotion. And that's, you know, that's a fair argument. And I've seen quite a few people say that. I I would say that, um, yeah, maybe just a, not even a handful, <laughs> say three of them, uh, maybe four if you count Elias. Um but, you know, I was never really a huge Elias fan, so I don't know. But maybe other people would see him as a draw. Um, so Maybe you know. it was booking. I mean, I always wonder yeah. with these wrestlers that when they leave WWE, I'm like, is it that they suck? Or is it that they worked for WWE and weren't a bit of both? <laughs> well, some of it, I think. I mean, some people like, just suck because let's yeah, be well, real. They don't care the about wrestling. They like care the, about entertainment. So. Yeah. And some of the NXT part of it, I guess, is people who weren't progressing quickly yeah. enough or progressing enough. at all. I think that was some of the argument, I believe, with, I can't remember somebody, maybe it was Shanky, uh, who was the Indian <laughs> wrestler. I think they were saying that he just was not progressing yeah. very well um and so they just that was one of the reasons they I cut think he was on him. the edge anyway i feel like i heard garrett talk about that with somebody somewhere along the line months ago like, yeah apparently like he was really nice and people like liked him like as a thought he was really good but as far as like what he was doing in the ring just wasn't you know there was no th nothing there well, the and quickest feel... way to get your uh pay, you know to get your budget 
uh, situated is to cut payroll since that's one of it's your biggest outlet. Yeah, well, they cut before these cuts. They they, they cut went through the office. They and... cut 100 people from the office. And so the Shadow Ranger says that they get their full downside guarantee during the 90 days. Thank you for clarifying that for us. That's, Appreciate uh... that. That yeah, so well, that's that made, that's a little bit better, but <laughs> well, that's I mean, but that makes me feel at least swift. That's you know, yeah. um, I will say 100%. So, there were a couple, fair. so outside of Thursday, there were a couple more releases, uh, that came out. So, it came out Friday. So, I get I don't know if he was cut on Thursday and the information just didn't come out until Friday morning, but before I went to bed on Friday, um, they I had seen a post, uh, a post actually a tweet from post wrestling uh that Ike Jiro was unfortunately cut i sadly had said when my sister and i were talking about the cuts i was like i wonder if they're gonna cut Ike Jiro. i have a feeling he's gonna get cut because they've never been able to especially since kushida's been gone and they weren't doing jacket time anymore i figured he was on borrowed time um and it turns out he was i really liked what i saw of him when i was watching nxc i'd love to see him an impact maybe kushida can help him out i mean he could just go back to japan uh, apparently i know he was very successful over there i believe he held uh, you know quite a few championships um i think yeah, i want to say a noah maybe it was ddt pro um i can't remember now off the top of my head so i'd like to hopefully he um i was like i'd like to see him like i think he would be really cool and impact but he they may just who knows where he'll go and then uh <laughs> there was one more uh big cut um i don't have really anything nice to say about him <laughs> but matt, matt riddle, riddle was matt riddle was cut um i'm hoping nobody is stupid enough to sign him in any of the big companies oh, he'll get signed. i think that he i don't know that he'll get signed i think he'll be somebody that the indies try to bring in um but if tony khan is listening please please do not sign him i don't know if he wants to deal with <laughs> or impact for that scott Moore, do not sign him see i see that happening more than i see tony but i but nothing is out of the question Nothing is out of the question. I just do not want to see him on my TV. I do not want to see him. I just don't want to see him ever again. And so I would <laughs> really hope that people really think about what they're doing yeah, if they decide to work with him um, and what kind of message they are sending by working with someone like him. Um, and I know sometimes that, that doesn't matter. They just want, all that matters is is the money. Uh <laughs> but I just, he was such I a just, good wrestler. I, really just I don't just, want to see him anywhere. Yeah. He was, I, it sucks because he was such a good wrestler, but it's, it's like you could never get it together and grow up. And then the behavior problem and the issues with speaking out and God knows whatever. It just, it's yeah, too bad. There, apparently there's rumors that what we do know is not the worst of it. That there's more, which in the, in the case of somebody I like hope him, that, you know, I mean, I always like hope that someone like me. that, goes and just has a good life and gets some help and gets their stuff in order and it has you know but it's i don't see that with as little number of roster slots as there are in all of these places yeah yep daza says it he's trouble and there is baggage I don't care if Riddle is the only actual star. He's a predator and I don't want him on my TV. <laughs> Whether he's, I don't care. He's, I, I don't care. He's a predator and I don't, I just, I don't want to see him. 
I'm pretty sure he's going to end up somewhere. I mean, oh, I'm sure he will because that's I how this business just, works. Because it's, it, yeah, he, I'm, I mean, I'm bracing the, myself the for it. The star thing is pretty much, I mean, that's where people stand on him. That's how they feel about him. They, they believe that and that's going to translate to television. Oh, sure. and yeah. I just, I don't yeah, know. As far as the business side I, of it, I, like, I understand where they're, where they think they're coming from, but I don't think he's worth, the, I don't think he's worth the ha- hassle or the baggage. I, I um, don't have anything nice to say, so I'm not. No. Yeah. That's pretty much all I had to say about that. But I was like, we have to cover it because he was, he was one of the it's ones a big there, one. but it is a big one. And <laughs> so many things, it took him so like the road that to even getting to WWE was so bizarre with him in the first place right yeah agreed uh, okay yeah, and i was well, telling nikki and i were actually talking about that last night i was like what if he because the story goes is that his wife interfered to keep him from going to new japan and wanted him to sign to wwe and i was like what would have happened like no, i still think the same things that he has been accused of would have happened there too i think it just that wouldn't have changed things but it just it will definitely a what it like i kind of wonder what his career would have been his trajectory would have been like had he gone but then he was a star i mean he was booked with the you know with randy orton and he was booked uh, just the way he was booked he was on tv all the time and so it's i'm curious you know kind of what new japan's plans were for him you know had he did you know gone that route um i'm kind of glad we don't know (laughs) but you know Um, we have what we have i mean wwe is clearly like again that's just a stock move they didn't like that they lost the fox deals so they had to make some waves in other i mean the market's like reactionary so the whole idea is to get pr out there and because like i mean jim made a great point about sometimes he thinks that tony's biggest issue is pr is that he doesn't have the same level of like the way that wwe can like shift the narrative sure and go oh, and they're really good at it because we talked yeah. about how they did it all the time like they do it to they bombard you with information mm-hmm. because like when all the vent stuff was coming out like one of the last vents accusations that came out the very next day they fired mandy rose yeah right and so that challenge i mean that turned the conversation somewhat away from that except for you know we were like no 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 look over here oh, no. <laughs> look over here look back at the, the at the main problem here but that's what they but they do they've been around long enough as well too that they can kind of do those things where they can shift back to you know they can shift to other things they're like look over here don't look at the fact that we just lost this fox deal here's all these people we're cutting we're we just, we're we just cutting our payroll with, it's yeah, awesome we just, yeah we just merged back. with tko i mean with endeavor to create TKO, tko officially 11 days ago uh, don't look at the fact that we hire we fired 100 people <laughs> and then we fire in wrestlers and don't remember that during the pandemic we were laying off a, hun- a bunch of people oh, they didn't care <laughs> look over here look over here but yeah that's yeah they're definitely yeah and they've been around long enough and they have the relationships and things like that so that people will um people who do pr will focus on those type of things instead which i mean obviously as a business i mean that's a smart thing to do you don't want people focusing oh, on yeah, the negatives no, because you, you, need know, the you want them to focus and yeah and jim makes a really good point you know that they don't have um that aw doesn't have that built up yet um i'm sure they'll get to a point you know where that you know maybe a, maybe it's a little less obvious and little people are a little less focused on you know some of the backstage stuff um and things like that so did you uh, catch his yesterday Wrestling Observer Live? I didn't because I was you there was so go much. Go check it. Going I think on. that um, you might appreciate it. 
and like a lot. Well, we were talking uh, privately about a couple of things, so I do need to check out his show um, just because everything was a little on the crazy side yesterday. Oh no, um, I totally understand. Me too. I'm not with, caught up with yeah anything. with Nikki that and was with kind of why I wanted to. T- I mean, it was the other reason I was like making sure that you know. It's I like, do want to say yes. Yeah, thank you for I'm reminding me that because I do. I I do want to go catch his. Uh, his show i'm looking for i think there's some uh valid i really appreciated some of the things that he made me think about and i think that you would enjoy it the show i think it, okay it's something that well, you would yeah you both definitely... of you i think both of you would would it would i'd be interested in your reactions okay you know what i mean like in yeah. a good way uh, it yeah. really would. i think it was a genuinely like it was a very valid point that he was making about yeah the, i really the different need, I... bosses sure very good so. okay i'll make sure i check it out yeah i always appreciate jim always has a lot of really great insight even when i don't always agree with some of his stuff he's i get where he's coming from and i mm-hmm. always just which is and it's very rare that i don't agree with, with what he's saying he's i really enjoy uh his perspective on things and i really enjoy talking to him and listening to him so i need to go check that i'll put that on my list of things so <laughs> yeah it was a good out. one it was a really uh thoughtful episode okay of wrestling server live from saturday at 1 p.m guys so if you're subscribed or if you have the means like go check it out it's really good good stuff makes a lot of really valid like holy crap i didn't think of it that way before right. points which i love i mean i always love to try and make sure that i'm still like questioning like okay am i still like keeping my brain like in <laughs> I don't know, whatever ally mode, whatever you want. Am I, am I making sure that I'm like being the best version of myself that I can be and sure. not be a, being a, just a jerk? And, right, right. You know. <laughs> I try, yeah. I try, I fail. I'm only human. That's it. it happens. That's what but, we are. We're know. humans. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. What are we going to talk about? What are we talking about? Okay, well, I guess we can cover this part first because it co- this actually happened before the the big Grand Slam show. So we talked about it some last week about how Becky and Tiffany Stratton uh, did really big numbers last Tuesday um, and how it was really nice to see that and to further our agenda that women do draw. <laughs> what? <laughs> so- <laughs> Guys, maybe they we don't- continue maybe- to receive empirical evidence... Maybe they don't draw when they have three and a half matches, three and a half minute matches on collision like last night, which we'll get into. But oh boy, last week's collision, uh, we did have. Um, oh yes, uh, some uh, one of the group chat just found out about Sammy Callahan, uh, and I forgot I did see this last night when we were talking about, and I meant to bring this up when we were talking about Impact. Uh, PCO is apparently also oh, leaving I Impact. Saw that he too. Has, You're right, Mike. Yeah, he put in his. I saw the tweet last night from uh, actually the person Mike Gilbert quote tweeted. I saw it before. I saw it before he did, or at least I saw it before the t- his tweet came up in my timeline. I'll say, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So PCO <laughs> is on the way out, which is really interesting because he seems to be a really good fit for Impact. I have really enjoyed what he's been doing the last few years. He's a lot of fun. Um, I it was really. It's funny because. I went to All In. Um, I saw and like uh, we were in Starcast and stuff. Like I saw PCO out and about. I have a I have video on my phone from he was ha- he was doing 
something what was he he was doing something crazy in the lobby and he no i think he was breaking i think that's when he was like breaking uh concrete or something in the lobby and i because i was behind him so i only got like i could only like he had like whole crazy face because yeah and so but he was able to turn that into a career rejuvenation Mm -hmm. and he's been with impact for the last few years and he's been i think he's been doing a little bit indie stuff too and he's got his youtube channel and so you know good for him for finding a way to be you know to get on people's radar in a time when it's not easy to especially somebody who's been around for a really long time like that um and he seems to be a good dude from just from little bits that i hear so i hope that i was like i don't know if he's like thinking about retiring or if he's just kind of tired of the way impact has kind of booked him into the same character all the time like they nearly he was buried alive last year oh good <laughs> so, and it came back and just been some crazy stuff so maybe he's tired of that and it's gonna go on to, like he i think would be perfect for some of the indies like in wrestling revolver like he would be they could use some oh, of his character like uh-huh. the way he fits in like i think he could fit in on some some indie scene so so yeah, there's a go, and we talked about it last week. Deanna Parasso's contract is also up soon. Um, I haven't heard if she's thinking about going elsewhere or if they're just in the midst of contract renegotiation. So, um, so there's that's three fairly big names. I mean, I know PCO is not a huge name, but he's somebody who's been heavily involved in Impact since he's been there. So that'll be something to keep an eye on. Is uh, you think the- that WWE would have interest in him? I mean, I know they're doing like a whole bunch of cuts, but eventually they will bring in well, new stars. Well, and Jade's something. going there, which is <laughs> poor Jade. It's not her fault. And hopefully they'll space her out a little bit because it's not good optics to bring in Jade after you cut all these people. Terrible. Again, it has nothing to do with her. No, it's it not has her nothing. fault. But just optics wise yeah. not really a great look <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see uh, yeah i don't know just because he's big and crazy and kind of yeah like, he, i mean he the only obviously time does- now in this is i have to admit that the only time i've seen pco was at medicine square garden in the like rumble that they had at the beginning oh, right of the Ring yeah of i mean he's I, I find him to be very entertaining um yeah. he knows and he had all they had all kinds of there was like an electric chair a crazy match oh yeah like there. this man is insane like he does insane dives and he was wrestling with his shoulder with his collarbone out awesome. on impact yeah he's like he just does crazy <laughs> things and it just it works Maybe. for him i know what when i see pco i know what to expect and so it's all that sounds I, gcw I, to me that yeah, sounds I, like yeah. oh god he would he would be great in gcw he's just uh, he i know what to expect from him and mm-hmm. he he's able to be i think he's 54 years old and he just he knows his niche Dang. he knows i had no idea yeah i'm pretty sure i could be very wrong but i want Good to say on him but yeah so he knows what his he knows what his limits are he knows what he can still do he knows his character he knows that fans want to see from him. So I could see him just going on the indies and just doing that and just being paid. And he could do, and of course he can do conventions and things like that. Like I could see him. I wonder if this will be a big, like, in like a good catalyst for like rebuilding the indie scene after like post pandemic. Like, I mean, yeah. it, there could some go- like good could come of this where you actually see these people suddenly. Like, maybe some of them will start their own promotions or they'll revive old promotions that are still yeah. available. Or, I mean, 
Because there's a, that's a lot of talent that's just out there, and not everybody's going to be able to be assigned. Like New Japan's not paying people much if they're right. signing them at all. Yeah, because they're yeah they're having their own. Japan's having their own financial issues and they didn't economical. open until way they're like months behind everyone else's recovery because they stayed close for so long so. right right and like when that was when it, you know that's why ozzy open that's part of why yeah, they left yeah. because they couldn't it's not that they didn't want to pay ozzy open it's just they couldn't because of i the... think a lot of people think well osprey is gonna go tony's way because of the same reason oh, he's so. absolutely going i mean he'll be here i think it's seems... this up in march the guys yeah. that were at the rev pro show that i know were like he said that was like a good like bye oh I'll yeah i saw a- i heard about aw yeah <laughs> like... he's going yeah he's been yeah and they'll pay him because they can yeah um right. which you know and that's not to say that he hasn't earned it or anything like that, but you know, I definitely see him they're going. Finally, pushing Jay White, so hopefully oh, they'll finally. Oh my God, they're <laughs> finally letting him and Juice just go to town. It's wonderful. Man, I'm so glad that they have unleashed unleashed Juice. Uh, Juice, I have had. I, he, he's yeah, I missed that. I'd been, I had been waiting on it. I was like, these people don't even know. Nope, they have no idea. Barely scratched not the surface. New Japan, they don't know what's coming. They don't know what's there. And then I think that Jay brings it to another, uh, brings it out in him to another Always. level. And I think that, yeah, Juice is so under, I cannot wait to see him versus Andrade next week. <laughs> you have to like, you have to mess up if you're not like get, doing okay with Jay White. Jay White is so good. He elevates every single, yeah. like he, he's like, I know what that wrestler does and I can elevate them. Like, <laughs> right. So like, and then he and his in ring stuff, it goes without yeah, saying. Yeah. And you know, like, and I, you and I are huge fans of his, you know, his promo work that he does uh, and like, such a yeah. God, even during the yeah. pandemic, he was like, a, he made it work. He figured out a way to make that function properly for him. Like, yeah. I just, yeah. Jay's on another level. Yep. I just, I give him the show guys. Hanging on, <laughs> yeah, definitely for sure. Uh, but yeah, so let me circle back around because yes. I got sidetracked because of the no tweet problem. that came through and I, or the text that came through, and I was like, Oh, that's right, PCO. Uh, but yeah, so we'll circle back around. So to collision last Saturday, uh, we saw Chris Satlander face Britt Baker, um, in the main event, and they uh, they did 489,000 viewers. Um, that was the second highest peak of the show. Uh, the information I saw did not say what the highest because of the show was, so I can't tell you what that was. Um, this is the match only grew in the three minute overrun where they did 588,000 viewers and 209,000 in the 18 to 49 demo. Uh, this has exclamation point with it, so they are really happy about. <laughs> really like happy about that. I think we yeah, so be. that's um really pleased to see that, especially because part of the season. Mm. There's been some questions about Chris Statlander and how she's been booked as far as the champion goes and um, how she, there was a lot of excitement for her return and then it kind of cooled off and fizzled out and things like that. So it's nice to see her pull a number like that, um, especially on a Saturday night when there's, there's people not at home and now it's getting into fall season where people are going to be going and doing football. Yeah, and Halloween things and football and college football. College and... football's on at the same time. There's yeah, the, that's exactly. the night game for right. And then like hockey will be back or, soon. There's usually like two night games, I think. It, yeah, it's like it's regional. 
Right. And so there's a lot that they have to compete with, um, which, of course, we all knew that going into Collision being announced and things like that. So it's nice to see that the women were able to to do a solid number. Um, but yeah, they have made some, they made an interesting choice last night. It was supposed to be Willow versus Julia. Then they did an angle where Willow was missed before the show. And then Kiera had to wrestle last minute, which <laughs> Kevin said something that really irritated me. <laughs> and uh -oh. I don't, I think I don't, I don't know how familiar he is with the impact product, which, you know, I will give him some grace for that, but he's made the comment about, you know, obviously he's putting over Julia, which. I get. But then he said something like Kiera is having to wrestle. Julia is great. And she's having to wrestle her on last minute notice. Kiera is a former multi-time knockout champion. She was a knockout champion. She was a knockout tag team champion. She has been wrestling a much longer than Julia. And so I was a little, I was just, it annoyed me because I was like, and I think Julia is great. I'm a huge fan of hers, but Julia has not been wrestling very long. Kiera has. <laughs> Kiera has wrestled a lot longer. She's, been a champion he might not know yeah, i know and that's what i told my sister big, I was like i shouldn't let it annoy me that much because i don't know what he knows about impact he's a big new japan nerd that's right. like he what is. makes he him is. so good like it's gonna uh, chris i guess chris samsa who he gets all his stats from did not have time to prepare him about kiera hogan because it was a last minute match but yeah so they got and so she julia beat her in three and a half minutes it's three minutes and 35 seconds yeah <laughs> it just was a mess and then we get the match for wrestle dream which we'll talk about a little bit more next week because obviously next week will be our wrestle dream pre-pre-show but yeah i was gonna say we have a pre-pre-show next week right yeah we do okay. for wrestle for wrestle dream yeah and it looks like we could we talked about it but it looks like we could potentially be doing 12 pre-pre-shows it looks like it <laughs> looks like you're gonna have to get used to us doing those uh more often but uh yeah so one of the, so then they so they build the match last night where uh julia of course is attacking kiera post-match because that's what she does and so chris statlander came down oh no i'm sorry sky blue came down uh and made the save and then now we're getting so julia versus willow is happening on wednesday so i don't know i'm wondering if there was a travel issue because of uh because of ophelia and mm -hmm. maybe willow mm -hmm. couldn't get to the arena or maybe her flight got canceled so they're just like we'll do the kira which is fine you still should have given them more than three and a half minutes <laughs> but so now willow and julia is happening wednesday but then wrestle dream the, the women's probably the only women's match on wrestle dream because you know it's hard to get more than one women's match on any aw show even though rampage technically had two because they had a mixed match uh in the first hour <laughs> and then they had an actual women's match the second hour so technically got two on friday um <laughs> but yeah so we have julia versus chris statlander on wrestle dream which is quite interesting i know that they have some issues because there is stardom has a big show like either the same day or the day before so talent wouldn't be able to get here in time and i believe New Japan also has a show like there's a couple of things that are going against it. Um, and that's makes it hard for them to have women's wrestling. I just don't understand how you don't have the former strong women's champion on that card. Perhaps, yeah. perhaps they will, something will happen and they will add Willow next week. Um, but it's just interesting that that is, and I'm not saying that Chris and Julia don't deserve 
a match or a spot or anything like that. It's just very odd. And I, again, I don't know what, um, I'm assuming Anoki probably wouldn't have wanted women on his show oh, anyway. I, I don't think, that he, <laughs> I don't think that he would have wanted that. So Tony's probably like, progress, a woman, <laughs> you know. But sure. it's just very interesting that I Willow is Willow is familiar to New Japan fans. So the people who will be New Japan fans who will be tuning into this because it's in a you know in honor of Anoki, mm -hmm. there's gonna be some of the New Japan talent on this card. They're familiar with they they know Willow. They watched her. She came and wrestled the Independence Day shows in in Cork and Hall. She got over with them. They seem to love her. I don't understand why she's not on this card. Again, I, I know we, we're a week away. Something could potentially happen, and I better not put her on a pre-show. <laughs> it's just God, wouldn't it be great if Mercedes came out and it's just like challenged with and I know and that some of the that match because they like get to have their match that they had. Right. And I know that some of the question is Mercedes gonna I show up next that. week. I, potentially... I, I don't think so. I just don't I don't have any really good reason to think that she'll show up. Maybe as a <laughs> yeah, one off, and I but I was talking to somebody about it yesterday. I assume before she comes to AEW, she has con she has matches on her contract with Stardom that were not fulfilled because she was yeah. injured. And I'm assuming Stardom is going to want her first mm -hmm. um, in probably whatever she had scheduled with New Japan, if there was anything with the, you know, if they had anything contracted. So I don't know that she, I, not that AEW wouldn't percent. allow her to do like finish up her, her stuff or anything like that. But I feel like a lot of people, because the assumption is that Mercedes is coming to AEW and then people forget that like she was injured in the middle of a, whatever her commitments were. And she has to honor those commitments at some right. point. And I would assume when she is healed and able that she has to, and I've not, and I'm sure Mercedes wants to honor those commitments. Yeah, but she, she wanted to wrestle these women. She was calling her shot all the time. Like of all these women, she obviously the Mercedes versus Julia match, like everybody wants that. Um, the julia in japan not julia yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> julia with a g <laughs> yes julia with the g uh you know and she had and she currently has her the iwgp i mean uh the yeah the uh the yes the iwgp women's title right that's what yeah. she has there okay. is a, no or no yeah. julia has no 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 that's not right no, she DC. has a strong title she, okay of um why did I just blank on who has the IWGP stardom title? It's um Mayu. It's Mayu, right? Mayu Iwani? Yes, she, yes, she has that it. title. Right. Yeah. So I'm sure, you know, so there's basically two titles that she mm. could, because she obviously was supposed to be the original strong champion. Now Julia has it. So like that matches, okay, that may right, be yeah. a match that happens. And I mean, that would probably be a good Wrestle Dream match had, you know, had it worked out properly. Maybe that was a plan at some point. Um, but yes, thank you. Daza confirmed it is Mayu Thank you. I, yeah, I've all of, I could see her and I was like, why am I blanking on her name? I was like, why I, I'm seeing her. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I assume she's got to finish those commitments first before she does. I mean, maybe she does them concurrently. Like maybe she shows up in AEW, uh, teases something. Apparently, you know, a lot of people assume it's going to be, she's going to do something with Soraya because that's a match they both want because they were in the ring together when Soraya suffered that injury. Unfortunately, a lot of fans blamed Mercedes for Soraya 
Mercedes injury, even though Soraya has said many times that things just happen in the ring. She, her and Mercedes are good friends. She even said when she first when she first got cleared to wrestle, one of the first people she told was Mercedes and that they cried on the phone together and things like that. So like I think that match is happening at some point. Um I don't but I think a lot of it too is they're very they're being very smart and keeping Mercedes's uh like her injury and her recovery on you know they're kind of keeping it to themselves nobody has really knows when she's going to come back because she was still wearing a boot at all in maybe that maybe that was just to throw people off and maybe she just wore it then maybe she's still quite a ways away from being back maybe because february will be a year so maybe Hmm. you know maybe she's going to be out for a while maybe you know or maybe she comes and somebody made the point that she doesn't have to be cleared to be on tv so maybe they build some stuff with her until she's ready to wrestle um but there's a lot of unknowns with mercedes that i think people forget about um and so it'll be really interesting like i i wouldn't be surprised if she shows up at wrestle dream maybe they sit her out in the crowd again <laughs> like they did for all in yeah. um, maybe she's uh scouting talent or you know maybe they invite her to that or maybe she you know so maybe they tease something with uh her and chris satlander <laughs> maybe her and willow maybe she comes out and does you know maybe there's some sort of a, a face off with willow backstage or something like that or maybe but on the other hand i would just not be surprised if we don't see her at all because people i think people are probably expecting her and so i won't be surprised if she's not there at all so it'll be really interesting to see but yeah so uh, I don't know why they're doing Chris and Julia at Russell dream. It's just as I think part of it is probably because they're limited about who's available, but it just doesn't make any sense that Willow is not. And unless they make it into a three-way, maybe something happens on Wednesday and they add Willow to the match. I don't know why they would do that, but maybe they add her in and then Mercedes is like, comes out and I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who, who knows? Yeah. I mean, yeah. a lot can happen in a week. We do know that Tony likes to add things last minute <laughs> and do um yeah that's possible daza daza says a live video call on the big screen that's certainly something they could do yeah, something innovative they- like i mean that's a lot of what like chris jericho was doing when he was coming for uh tanahashi and naito and he did it last yeah. night he's he did a video last night at ddt pro he called out to kesta uh oh. they have a well, they have a go. match on november he does 13th. that all the time so yeah he at november 13th they have a match i believe it's november 13th they have a match uh in ddt uh, I like called, when they do that stuff and he called him out uh, well apparently uh, from what I understand because I saw the video come up on Twitter last night and so I watched it and sent it to all the site but then apparently I saw something later that Don Callis was with Takeshita last night mm-hmm. in DDT that he went with him mm-hmm. and that kind of yeah so there's all some right, uh, interesting things going intrigue on uh Daza said hasn't Tony T something game changing happening at Russell Dream probably I mean <laughs> I can't I can't remember off the top of my head but probably and I was thinking about it last night I assume there's a media call this week because this is technically a pay-per-view so I assume maybe on Thursday if he lets me ask him a question <laughs> okay. will he or won't he <laughs> why isn't Willow on this card He's gonna be like, just wait. Maybe on collision, something will happen. He's gonna time it makes it harder now. I was like, <laughs> because now there's rampage and collision, so things could happen between yeah. then, <laughs> and he could be like, just watch collision. 
<laughs> which is possible. He's gonna but... time you and uh, give you <laughs> his answer. Do. He's gonna be. I'm like... gonna start timing his answers because sometimes there they're real. Sometimes That's they're. It. Sometimes they're short and sometimes they're very long, depending on what you're asking. Because the person before me on the it was Bruce Pritchard on the who ended up taking my part of my question so i had to change it but that question was very long it took a very long time to get an answer I mean, so it was he very saw that you were up he saw that you were up next and he didn't yeah have to pretty much because they announced they were like this person's gonna ask this question and then they'll be followed by so he's like oh sam's next i don't talk for a while but i mean it was really informative it was just very long and detailed <laughs> i had to quit like and i couldn't like tweet everything he said because i had to start prepping my own question because he started talking about athena and i was like well that answers my question so now i'm like do i and so i'm like going back i'm like do i answer this one to ask this one to ask this one and then i went <laughs> so <laughs> so we'll see what happens on thursday uh daza said speaking of wrestle dream what is the theme of this show i know it's a tribute to anoki but where does that fit into the matches of the show it's just it's a tribute to anoki i mean it really that's it <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> it, it's the one year anniversary of his death they kept last night when they were showing stuff about Russell dream they kept showing video that had like anoki in it um mm -hmm. and so and then of course like yeah i don't know that where does it fit in the matches that's a good question i, I mean know. i get i assume that daniel that danielson and zsj are main eventing like i assume that that yeah, they aren't that's kind of silly yeah <laughs> this is just a and then they added a really random <sighs> tag match last night let me see if i can find it because it was announced at, tony announced it just last night and i don't know if he was just like hey let's have this <laughs> It just random it was so let me see if i can find it real quick it's a, a tag team match and i believe the winner gets a shot at uh at ftr i think is what the match is hold on oh wait no this is the wait is this the <laughs> well they he also announced something for wednesday that's related to it so i can't tell if what i'm looking at is the wednesday match we'll we'll clear this up we i think this is the wednesday match and again we will have a pre-pre-show that will, <laughs> where we'll we will talk so, about this. so much more organized than that yeah that right okay yeah so this is the wednesday match here but i don't want to talk about that until i tell you what the wrestle dream match is it's right. very weird and i was just like what is he just throwing stuff on here and the answer he seems might to be, be yes I mean... so it seems to be of it fits into the matches that tony makes well there you go <laughs> where is this damn tweet at aw has been tweeting a lot and so should have just went directly to tony's page apparently <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but yeah it's a tag yeah. it, it is a four-way well at least it's not a four-way women's match i guess like nikki said over in the corner that uh tk said that i could have made it another four-way match and instead we're getting <laughs> just chris versus julia <laughs> let's have a tournament oh god i'm sure there's one coming um let's see okay wait nope that's not it sorry <laughs> i i thought i found it and i didn't where is this damn tag match at? That's okay. I can brag about how I beat you week one in fantasy football. Listen, and our, fantasy, uh, fantasy our baseball is struggling. Our hilarious fight game media uh, network 
<laughs> these little AI well that AI recap is probably one of my favorite things because so this, this AI now. recap is rude and I had to make sure it was an AI recap and not um, so she didn't tell a fellow member of our network who she loves to F off <laughs> yeah because I can't really whatever it told me I was wallowing when uh Garrett beat me it was like Dude, three of my players went out injured during the game, <laughs> and I left the points to beat him on the bench. It's like, Garrett got away with one, jerks. <laughs> like, okay? Yeah. I said it. Yes. I was, I was like, it's the first time in a while that I've actually been kind of like watching the, and then like the stats go back and forth on there, and it's like, even the stats couldn't believe that I was still hanging. <laughs> And it's crazy because, like, I've had a couple Thursday night games where I have not, um, where I haven't had Thursday night games. So Mm -hmm. I'm already, like, getting trampled because there's no, like, because I've, my opponents have Thursday night, um, have Thursday night games. And so I'll be down, like, 50 points by Sunday because their team played and mine didn't. And I'm like, this AI is like... Let me, I just uh, love watching the uh, projections because they're kind of just funny and wrong. I mean, sometimes they're okay, but and I'm playing like by the numbers, so it's a lot of fun. Plus, it's such a fun group to play with. That's like yeah. the one thing that's fun about it. So yes, I, I just I was like, but as I told everyone else, uh, now I get to brag about beating me uh, all season, and y'all get to laugh at it and play yourselves. <laughs> So, all right. So I found I found the match, and it is a four way four way tag team match, and the winner gets an AEW tag title shot at any time. (laughs) So maybe this is the big thing he's talking about, Daza. Yeah, I guess. So it's the Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers versus Orange Hook. Apparently, is what they're calling them. I called them Hook Cassidy, but apparently, Orange Hook is what I like. Hook Cassidy better. Me too. Uh, versus the guns. <laughs> Hoko C. So this will be, yeah, so this match was randomly announced on Twitter by Tony. And then on Wednesday, there's a match and it's like a member from each group. I think it's, I want to, uh, so it's just, yeah, they're previewing that. So yeah, that match was randomly added. So yeah. So yeah, Daza, I guess it's just whatever tony feels like it and i would agree that chris and julia feel like a massive mismatch (laughs) i would agree but we did have some good things it kind of sets you up to like really think that it's yeah go ahead yeah so i was gonna say it kind of sets us up for uh even though this was collision and this happened first grand slam did have a couple of really awesome things in it oh we're doing grand slam sorry my bad yeah, so the Grand Slam stuff, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean threw off there. The Grand there. Slam had two big title changes. One was clearly not planned. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly had to call an audible there. Uh, but then it has some interesting implications for our, some of that show. These shows have some Im- interesting implications for ROH. Uh, so they open Grand Slam. I was surprised that they opened with it. And then I think it's because I forgot what the main event was. I forgot that Mm -hmm. the MJF would be defending his title. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, of course, that's the main event. I personally would have put uh, Claudio versus Eddie in the uh, in the main event 
I feel like that was the, to me, that was the main event match, but I'm glad that they got the opening spot. I think it was a really smart move to get the fans into it because they were already hyped. Then as soon as Eddie comes out, it's just like the place, like the roof, like blew off the place. Like he just got a massive pop, which he deserves. And so the match was fantastic. This is, um, Grace said you didn't just beat her you destroyed her sorry Sam this is true I can own this <laughs> I can own that I did not kick out of the destroyer <laughs> you sure didn't that's okay I haven't I mean it's been like it's only week three it's you know you know it's a long season it's but a, it's not it's... looking so great oh wait what is I'm getting some oh that's Uh-oh. my other friend now what? No, it's my, no it's my I guess I got an alert from Yahoo and I was like oh maybe it's something I can brag about but it's in my other it's in my other league <laughs> oh okay we'll forget it then I actually I don't probably, look at the me numbers. is probably not doing so good <laughs> I, you know what you're still in it though because our league is so funny yeah it is <laughs> so it's it's anybody's it's still anybody's league right now I think this is true so. this is true um I'm pretty near the bottom but you know I think yeah, I actually I think I'm in I wasn't gonna say league. anything but yeah <laughs> but uh so back to Eddie. But yeah, so Eddie and uh, Claudio, they killed it. Uh, this has obviously been a long going rivalry. It took six months to get this rematch because they originally wrestled at Supercard of Honor. Uh, was a, That was a really fantastic match. Uh, Eddie was not able to defeat his nemesis <laughs> then either. Then it turns out he needed... Uh, he was going to need hernia surgery, so he missed six weeks. Then he went to Japan, and he wrestled uh, Kenta, and he won the open weight title for the strong open weight title from Kenta, and has. And then he went and had the time of his life in the G One. And yeah. what a summer Eddie Kingston has had. <laughs> he got to meet uh he got to meet his idol and Best got summer to, vacation ever. Yeah, he got to meet his idol. Then he got to come back and do Starcast and host a panel with him and just live in his best life. And then he challenged he finally got his rematch against uh Claudio. They had a really fantastic match. Mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed this match. Then Eddie finally 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 beats claudio and not only did he beat claudio he also took his title from him um and so now he has eddie two belts <laughs> yeah so and he the place went crazy he got to do it near near his hometown his parents were there um he did it on the eve of uh, it was the it was the eve of the anniversary of Xavier winning the ROH World Championship. Uh, he was the very second champion. Xavier was somebody um, who I'm not very familiar with. I hadn't actually not been familiar with him until like the last year or so. But he um, unfortunately passed away several years ago. But he was a huge he was a big friend of he was a friend of Eddie's and was a huge influence on him. So he got to win that on the eve of the anniversary of you know xavier winning it which i thought was a really cool thing and he dedicated his uh win to him after the show um Mm -hmm. so i just thought and on top of that what's even which i thought was really cool (laughs) and riccaboni got to call that match which yeah i'm so glad he was he's if you're not familiar he is also earning his mba so he was in class left he he was in class online at the at arthur (laughs) ash left his class to come call this match went and talked to eddie and then went back (laughs) 
to finish his class. He said class. He was taking pictures. He said class is still going. Then they showed a clip later. Uh, he uh, they tweeted it, and Tony Shivani made a, a video with him talking to his professors and was like, "Can you please excuse?" Ian from class because he actually he really was calling a match. <laughs> he really was doing this. Please excuse him. And then he called Rampage <laughs> as well. I guess once the class was over. You know what? It. Like rock on, man. You go. Yeah. I That's that amazing. Was, yeah. I thought that was really cool. I was like, uh, I was like, I love Ian so much. And it's funny. Uh, fans are, uh, the fans of course love Ian too. I saw so many tweets that were, they're like, Oh, Ian's back on TV. They're like, where's we've missed him. But yes, yeah, so that was a really cool moment. Then we got the match later on was John Moxley defending his, uh, his fairly newly won international championship against Ray Phoenix. And then things did not go as planned. And John Moxley was injured within the opening minutes of the match, uh, which he, which John Moxley has confirmed. And then he progressive, he says that he progressively got worse as the match went on. He thought he could finish it and it just did not do. He just started getting worse. So at some point during this, he called the audible that Ray Phoenix was going to win and take the title off of him. There was a mishap with the way the match ended. Uh, There's a lot of slander on Rick Knox (laughs) Um, and on, well, and, you know, and on Tony and on Ray Phoenix for letting the match continue. Um, you know, there is a, you know, there is a fair amount of discussion. We had this discussion back when uh, Matt Hardy wrestled Sammy Guevara with a concussion at a pay-per-view and that match should have been stopped and they let it go. And I know that Matt Hardy is a veteran, just like I know John Moxley is a veteran, but sometimes you have to, they are going to want to wrestle no matter what. They'll always so want to wrestle. So you at some point, They'll point you have to step okay. in. At some point you have to step in and be like this can't happen you need to the match needs to stop and so i would say that some of this anger is justified um because you have to protect your people and john moxley is i mean you have to protect anybody but john moxley is somebody that they have relied on so much and he has given so much to this company that you need to look out for him as well and sometimes you have john moxley is going to want to wrestle no matter what, <laughs> and sometimes you like, have well, to step blood in. spraying out of it. Like, yeah, right. Like, and so, like, I, I think, a leg and be like, I can still go. Right, exactly. And <laughs> sometimes you just have to be like, no, you can't. You gotta. Can't. We have to just do what we have to do. This is, you know, this is a live show. Sometimes you have to just. Uh, yeah, it would have sucked for the fans and and attendance that that match was called right at the beginning, but. You don't want somebody wrestling. Brain injury is brain injury. And once it happens and once it's clearly been. No matter how you identify the concussion, which there was some pushback on it being identified as a minor concussion because as we know or a mild concussion. Yeah. (laughs) A a brain injury is a brain injury. CTE is a thing. It's a, it's bad. If you hit your head, if you go unconscious, it's all bad. Like yes. I'm, I literally have neurologists, folks. <laughs> I, I have many of them, many different ones, many different kinds. The ins- mm. like oncologists, uh, epileptologists, like you name it. I've had a, <laughs> the cadre, and right. they all agree that 
don't bang your head don't go unconscious like it's not right. good for us it's no um, it isn't yeah and that's and so, it and that's like i said this earlier in the discord is this is why i kind of felt one of the big reasons one of the two big reasons i fell away from nfl was they were trying to tell me that traumatic brain injury wasn't happening as a result of the game it's That's like a blatant lie. Give <laughs> the athletes the agency to know that they are risking their brain, their neurological health. Mm -hmm. And don't sit here and tell me and yeah. them that that's not the truth. They will I'm, still make the decision to make millions of dollars and crash into right. each other. Right. But let them like, don't, don't lie about it. Right. Well, and then you're. <laughs> on this same show where we're promoting neck health, <laughs> which is also very important. You well, gotta, part you, of your spine. brain, brain health is also important <laughs> and you have to, and yeah, it would have sucked if the match had to start, but people are, most people are understanding and you're gonna want to protect, especially with you fans. I feel like, yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure you're going to have your people who fuss and well, the wrestler knows best. So, yeah, generally, of course, they. I'm not going to disagree that they don't know their own bodies. However, sometimes you have to step in for them. And especially in a guy like John Moxley, who wants to put on for the show, you know, he wants to put on for the fans. He wants to do, he wants to compete. He wants to finish his matches. And like, I commend him for that. But your brain health is extremely important. And you can't put that, at, you can't jeopardize that. And he did, I do commend him for making, for calling the audible and having Ray Phoenix win, but I think they should have done it sooner. And I get his argument of like, he didn't want to, I think it was, he didn't want to end it on a DDT or whatever. Well, he his, wanted it to look good. He wanted which, to Sure. That's, I, I get it, but. <laughs> he didn't think it was, he didn't feel right about just having him win on a DDT or something silly like that. So they did a bunch of things and it's like, call. Whatever in the then in the match faster. But then I think that there was a communication issue between Rick Knox and that's like clearly there was a communication issue or Rick Knox wasn't like on the ball about it or whatever. I the I don't know. Do I think like the whole thing? I guess is that you're supposed to call it as it lies, as it were, because it doesn't matter. So he should have counted no matter what. He shouldn't have not yeah. counted. And so right. I and. But also, like, the Twitter hate stuff is never okay with me, no matter no, what. No, 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 no. That's been... I mean, if you have an been... opinion, and if you're a pundit, or if you're, like, one of the people out there like us who are creating content, and you think Rick Knox should be fired, or you don't think that Rick Knox should, like, be allowed to do this, or it's because he's the Bucks' friends and everything, that's fine. But that doesn't mean that you should be, like lashing out at rick knox the human right. being well there are a lot of people who made mistakes there like tony could have tony should have stepped in he's the boss well doc samson is the yeah doc should have the, there's a lot of should people. be the be all end all of calling right. anything yeah he's but, the doctor. even more than i would say in that situation even more than rick knox doc samson should have been the one more than rick knox more than tony probably i it's the doctor he least... and he should have called it and not listened to whatever i mean if john moxley was like no i can still go i'd be like no i don't care We're but i've stopping seen him match. do this because he did it he did the exact same thing yeah. with kenny omega when kenny he hit his head with... yeah yes uh when he fell on his head on his neck mm -hmm. on the apron right there and right. you could tell that he was like no no i'm fine and 
Doc was like, okay. Yeah, you're going to have to stop. But I mean, that's the team doctor problem, right? Because like even in the NFL or in the NBA, the team doctor is always going to probably land on the side of the team as it were. Sure, sure. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I think that they're... I I would hope they maybe need to review how they handle situations like that and maybe have a refresher course or I mean, that happened at Forbidden Door. I mean, it happened. Right. Maybe or maybe you update your procedures and your protocol to be like, okay, if this happens, then this needs to happen. We who cares about the match? Like the wrestler comes first. You can't allow these things because I mean, and it even goes back to the argument from that match several years ago where Alex Reynolds was clearly knocked out, Mm -hmm. laying in the ring. This was back during the uh, COVID era. And he was clearly knocked out. And they continued the match. It was like a it was a multi-person match i think it was like an eight man or something like that and they like had to drag alex reynolds to the side of the ring and the match should have been stopped and it was a mess and they rightfully got a ton of backlash for it which they should have and then we've seen like i said we've saw them at hardy having a and <laughs> rebby was super pissed at tony mm-hmm. like i think she called him and had some words for him and which rightfully so. So this is something, I mean, of course it's not something that happens all the time, but it happens enough that it maybe they need to readdress their protocols and make sure that they are protecting the wrestler's health above all else, because that's truly all that matters. Um, I don't care about a match at that point. <laughs> like I just care about the wrestler. And uh, this is the whole, the whole thing about bringing in unprotected chair shots. I cannot stand them because CTE is a real thing. <laughs> brain trauma is. is a real thing please protect your brains don't it's not entertaining to me <laughs> knowing no, that you know it doesn't entertain me to see an unprotected chair shot knowing that it is going to cause some sort of damage and then maybe in 10 or 15 years or 20 years down the road they're going to start having some neurological issues and that is not for my entertainment that does not entertain me (laughs) to see those things so please you the potential for you not recognizing your daughter and wife in the future is not something that i look towards uh, (laughs) no and that's like the thing with hangman when hangman got concussed in the ring and you know and even john moxley said it in the promo that the last time he was here he was like i uh, whatever it was he said and he was like and you couldn't recognize your own child like nobody wants that <laughs> i don't want i want john moxley to recognize his wife and child please stop the match for many 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 years to come <laughs> right you exactly. won't be wrestling forever <laughs> i mean no. maybe he will Maybe he'll be. He like, will wrestle for. I'm sure he will wrestle for a long time. However, oh well, unless Renee gets that job. What uh, he always talks about how he wants Renee to get like the big daytime gig so that he can be the trophy husband. Sweet, so. <laughs> that'd be awesome. I would I watch that. that. I don't know the first time. It would be the first time I would watch daytime television for real in a long time. <laughs> Same, because <laughs> I just love Renee. Every She's everything. Every week she's got a great outfit. Every she just so much. She's really helped the backstage crew so much. She's so, they try to break her all the time and all make her time. laugh. And she just sometimes she's like 
sometimes she just can't help it and she breaks and then sometimes she's just you can see her like i'm gonna kill them when this gets done oh yeah <laughs> but she's so good at it and she's so much fun and I, I, I love her um so yes i also would watch daytime renee paquette <laughs> hell yeah um, and also with grand slam another thing that happened so friday was rampage grand slam um and they did the main event was for the trio title mogul embassy uh had been 17 and 0 coming into that match and they wrestled the elite slash the hung bucks even though if you watch bte they technically do not own the Hong Bucks trademark anymore because long John Silver <laughs> purchased the trademark from Matt Jackson because Matt Jackson is such a terrible businessman that <laughs> oh <my>. yeah. <laughs> and so they own the trademarks to, to the Hong Bucks now. <laughs> this happened like a month ago. And so I love BT. <laughs> it's insane i love it too this is um, this is what it's still out there for me it I, is I, this I is what it. this is generally on mondays when i have my lunch break that's what me and nikki that's a good idea that's we, smart we, that's how we spend our mondays generally <laughs> i'm like I powered and if we the... can't get to it on mondays then usually on tuesday we're like no we have to watch bte <laughs> no that's good i powered through the, the two seasons of the bear and i'm trying to catch up on most of the flanniverse stuff because i, I want to watch follow the house of usher but right I should watch that's a good like what it's a lunchtime length show yeah it is it's always good and sometimes Perfect. it's sometimes they're really like the last couple have been like 25 minutes long like they showed as long as hell because they showed basically an entire brandon cutler colt cabana match and i was like that's a lot <laughs> and then sometimes and then the week before it was longer because they were trying to make get a number one contender because they finally brought back the bte championship that oh, had geez. been dormant uh kip sabian i forgot that it had been so long i forgot that kip sabian was the champion i thought it was still negative one and then i was like oh yeah that's right he finally did defeat him <laughs> so they had this really long thank god they didn't play trash get ball i was like can we please ban that game for a while <laughs> so tired of watching trash get ball <laughs> i hope that no one ever wants to play trash get ball with the uh foot that's what i said if i well. listen if i somehow win that football championship we are not playing trash get ball all right there you go <laughs> i will that's my spirit champion all the, no all the halloween stores are and are open and i uh had a had a bright idea this is the best time to go to the craft store because they have all kinds of fun stuff so it's gonna be hilarious yeah. i actually came up with an idea this week about how i want to do it and i think it's gonna be kind of funny yeah so. i was thinking of a couple of weeks ago i was like "Ooh, we're gonna have to do our halloween episode again i need to start thinking of my costume and i think i have an idea of what i want to do yeah i um, know we're gonna have to do that and i was like uh, <laughs> i'm gonna have to I set the bar too high for myself and went with Liger last year. Like, oh, that's what right. What am I gonna do? I'm yeah, like, I have a. How do I? How do I like? How do I top Liger? Like, it is hard to type. I, I shouldn't have set the bar Liger. so high. Yeah, she started. She started off at a hundred. <laughs> I just. It was so great. funny it was too. Great. It was oh, because I, it. I had an idea like that just hit me, and I was determined yeah. to make it yeah i think i had yeah i'm pretty sure i know what i'm gonna do i need to start i was thinking about that earlier today i was like i'm gonna have to start looking for costume things mm -hmm. because we're gonna and that was funny because i was starting to pull out decorate fall decorations and i found 
the decorations that I had hung last year for the Halloween episode. And I was like, yay, I know where it is. And so we'll have to do, I think we have to bring back the Halloween horror story. That was fun. That was fun. We'll have to get some people to pop in and we'll just have to change the wrestlers involved Mm -hmm. this time, make some fresh wrestlers. But yeah, last year, that was a lot of fun. You didn't see our Halloween episode last year. (laughs) We, we had, we gave, I gave them props and a set of wrestlers and they had to make a horror story out of it. And it was a lot of fun. So I think we'll have to bring that back. (laughs) That was a lot of fun. We ended up writing a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, so you guys will have to, and Mel and I both were, we both dressed up. We had Halloween Halloween decorations, a lot of fun. So we'll definitely yeah. be doing that again this year. <laughs> but Halloween back to like one of my favorite holidays of all time. Yes, it's fun. Uh, so we will circle back to the wrestling now. <laughs> uh, and we will talk about the hung book. So the elite wrestled. So the elite uh, hung books, which is uh, the young books and Adam Page wrestled for the six the roh six man which is yes they are trio titles but in roh they are the six man uh, <laughs> instead okay. of the trios um but yeah so they mogul embassy has been defending that title back they are one of the few champions that actually defend their title on roh television besides athena uh they defend their title back and forth between AEW and roh um and they've been killing it so it's brian cage and uh gates of agony um and gates of agony have been doing some stuff by themselves too and just the tag team and i really enjoy them i think they're really good and of course brian cage is really great with them and then there's swerve and prince nana and that whole group is a lot of fun to watch but uh i was somewhat surprised that the that the hung bucks did win that match just because um mogul embassy has been um on a tear they were 17 and 0 and then it's a, but then uh, somebody I follow uh, pointed out, he also watches ROH. He pointed out that the Hung Bucks held the six man um, titles for 208 days. Um, and so they were, they, they won, I think, in Edinburgh. And then they basically put the, I mean, the titles were already pretty important, but they had a really successful title reign um, then. So it was cool to see. And actually, I think when I, when I met them, when I went to an ROH shaping, they, I think they were still champions at the time because that was the meet and greet was the hung bucks. It was the three of them. Um, but so I'm really interested to see, but it's ROH has this issue with well tony has this issue of where he does not put his champions on roh they defend it uh, in aw when roh is just thursday was 30 episodes they're 30 episodes in they need a they've got athena they're anchoring the women which i think is a very smart decision of as much as i would love to see athena in aw she it's a very smart to build the women's division around her obviously she's amazing but Claudio was not there a lot. I mean, part of it was because they were still doing tapings in Orlando. He missed four episodes worth of tapings because he was in Japan. And then he was then after those four episodes aired, he was only sporadically there. Um, obviously, MJF and Adam Cole have those ROH titles. Oh, that's they, right, yeah. Who knows if they're ever going to be an ROH? <laughs> it yeah, does. right. And so now you've got, and now, uh, so Shibata has the pure championship and he defends it fairly regularly for as much as he wrestles. Um, he, you know, he just defended it against Nick Wayne last week. Nice. Um, 
but it's just, I don't know what they're doing. They've got three of their titles are on people who are mostly in AEW. I do think that they will use Eddie more on Ring of Honor television, especially now, because I was a little concerned at first because he obviously has commitments with the, with the strong title. Um, and he was doing a lot. Of, he scheduled for a lot of indie dates. Um, but then yesterday he pulled out of oh, all of his indie, indie dates um, oh. because apparently he's been oh, all battling a lower back injury for quite a while. He was supposed to wrestle Rocky Romero yesterday in Defy and Defy said they found out yesterday morning. Um, and they said, and Rocky posted a really nice message. He was like, I, he was like knowing Eddie, I know this was a really hard decision for him. He was like, Eddie wants to honor his commitments. I know it's serious when he's, you know, when he pulls right. out. Um, so it <clears throat> sounds like because he is pulling out of that, that he will, I'm guessing will likely be on ROH television more often. I mean, I don't expect him on there every week, but I do think that he may be on there a, a lot more than Claudio was. I mean, they even had Claudio cut a promo where, cause he was like, well, people ask me, do I care about this title? And then he was like, I do. And he was like, but this is just a job to me. I don't have any attachment to the title and I'm just really, really good at my job. And so that was his explanation for not basically not right. being an ROH. And so he lost the title. And I'm hoping now that Eddie seems to be more available, that they will use him on Ring of Honor television more often. I do think, I think better than you, baby, has got to drop those titles as soon as they can, because they're not going to be, I don't see them. Maybe they wrestle like one time in ROH, but they I, they I just I don't I want when the righteous won that I was actually happy that it was the righteous because they are somebody who they are a tag team that are frequently in ROH I mean they've been doing more TV stuff because of the kingdom and <clears throat> things like that and I think they're just trying to get them established um but I, if they were to win the titles, I think they would actually defend them. And ROH has a really solid tag team division. Like there's Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel are a tag team. Um, there's, well, there's a not technically top flight. It's Action Andretti and Dante, uh, yeah, Darius Martin. They're down there killing it. The work horsemen are down there. Um, they've got uh, the infantry. Uh, which is Carly Bravo and uh, Sean Dean. They've got really solid tag teams, and I think they could build a really good division if they have champions who defend them <laughs> on a regular basis. Right. And so I think they've got to get those titles off of them. So I don't know what they're doing with why they made the decision to put those titles on the hung books. Are they? Uh, I I don't know how often they're going to be on R. I fear that they're not going to be in ROH, but they did carry ROH for a really long time when ROH was still, uh, you know, owned by Sinclair. Um, so I'm just, it's very interesting to see. I don't. It feels on the one hand, it feels like maybe they're planning something big to have Eddie Kingston, MJF, and <clears throat> Adam Cole. Yeah, and the hung bucks holding the title like it feels like it's something big but they've not been great on following through with that and in some cases like i know tony loves roh but sometimes it's like he doesn't care very much or he doesn't put in the effort um with it and like it started off doesn't really have the hot. time 
Yeah, right. He had started off really hot for a little bit, kind of backed off. Then Collision came. And so obviously his attention was on Collision. And then they were starting. They moved away from Orlando. And they, they can't, they've not been able to find their footing. Mm-hmm. And so I can't tell if putting these titles and he's starting to lose subscribers because people are like, I feel like there's direction. There's no direction down here. Uh, feels like I'm just watching Dark. Um, feels like I'm just watching a lot of you know uh indie wrestlers and I, nothing has any other than athena like there's nothing really going on and athena's well not a- and there's no motivation to buy why should i buy roh television when two-thirds of the belts are defended on aw television and i don't have to pay for it right exactly and so i, I mean i'm seeing um, a lot not yet yes i don't i don't see that as like if you're trying to get the belts over to get people to sign up for roh it's not working because you're giving it to the wrong people you're giving it to right. your champion like you're right like i i do think eddie makes sense i think i think the reason eddie makes sense is because they don't have any AEW titles to put on him but they could if they book it correctly they could build roh around and let eddie be an anchor for roh but they have to they have eddie has to defend his title down there mm-hmm. he's gotta yeah. be on there um if he's not defending his matches he's got to do with like athena and he's cutting you know he's cutting pro he's at least appearing doing backstage segments or something or he's you know watching like samoa joe is back and forth but right now because he's been in this the, the story with mjf yeah. he's not been in roh and they're doing those damn tournaments to find him opponents yeah. and then he he was in a tournament and so yeah and so they've got it's just there so i can't tell if something big is happening and he's gonna start putting more focus on roh or if this is just another we're putting look at all the because look at the amount of talent that has these titles like they've got them on some of the very best talent there is but then they're they're not, not gonna work wednesday thursday friday and or i mean it's well it's wednesday for right. after hours thursday sure. saturday necessarily. right and like, so if you're gonna have so i don't know if they're a thing like okay well now that collision's kind of wide open eddie can do because Samoa Joe was doing a little bit of both. Like he was yeah. he was filming some ROH stuff and then he'd wrestle on collision. Like so they could do that with well, and I know with Eddie now they're gonna have to be careful because it sounds like he's having some back issues. Back so maybe issues. they do have Eddie, maybe they do bring him in for ROH tapings and have him, you know, do some that stuff seems there. Smarter anyway. I mean, he can be off AW television and come back anytime and be like hot. It's not yeah. gonna like Eddie's not gonna lose anything not being on the AW. I mean, he's gonna right. lose the money for the you know for the whatever those sure. things are. But if he's doing main events in in uh, ROH, then he'll be fine. Yeah, and I think and then they could build ROH. I mean, building ROH around Eddie Kingston and Athena sounds really like a smart That's decision. Like a great that idea. Like a smart business decision to me. That will make me want to like. I mean, I do watch every week because I cover it and I enjoy a lot of it. But I do understand a lot of the concerns that are there, and this, the problems are easily fixable. It's just somebody has to take the effort and the time to a fix it and then continue with it like you can't just solve it by slapping titles on eddie uh eddie kingston the hung bucks and mjf and adam cole and then be like okay the problems are fixed no they have to compete for their titles they have to go to roh they have to be on roh television they have to build feuds they have to build storylines they've got to elevate these other wrestlers like 
MJF and Adam Cole, and I understand why they're on TV, but if they're going to have those titles, like they could do so much for that tag team division if they mm-hmm. were actually in there competing with people like the Workhorsemen, the Infantry, Matt Seidel, and Christopher Daniels. Like those are right. really great matches that they could be having. And if they're not going to do that, then they need to put those titles on the Righteous and let the Righteous go down there and build. And then, like, and I even thought maybe. Kyle O'Reilly is still a question. We don't know when he's going to return. I, I feel like this kingdom story is going to lead to his eventual return. But like you could even have Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong take those titles from them. But then, That's a good idea. But then you have to have them in ROH some. And I, I understand like not. They might do better in ROH though. I mean, that might be a better fit for them. Yeah. The way around. So, you know, I would like to, so I can't tell. And I mean, Adam Cole, it looks like is in, like has a leg or an ankle injury yeah. of some sort. So, right. And so are they, yeah. So are they just not going to defend the t- titles while he's injured? Cause nobody knows. We've not know. heard yet That's... how long he's expected to be out. Um, I do know that like he, obviously he was seen on crutches. So it sounds like there's, you know, maybe they're waiting on swelling to go down so that they can look at it again and determine how serious it is. But yeah, like, what are they going to do with those titles? If Adam, like, did they, or did they make this match? No, it, well, no, Adam was hurt at the end of Dynamite and before yeah. taping. So no, I guess yeah. that wouldn't make sense. He was hurt at the, in the main event because he jumped off. He jumped off. Yeah, I knew as soon as he landed, I was like, he's hurt. I was like, he's hurt. Look at the way he landed on that Probably. ankle. I mean, it sounds like to me, like it, I have no idea, but like, it sounds like a high ankle sprain or something in that vein. That's like a six yeah. to eight week. If it's something like that, you're talking six to eight weeks minimum. Like. Yes. So then take the, so what are you going to do with MJF <laughs> and those titles for six weeks when they're not on and they've already not been on ROH television since the title, since before all in, because I mean, unless they, you're going to have him and Roddy like on TV feuding over Adam Cole when he comes back, like, yeah, but what are they going to do with the title? Like they're not, I and it know, was like, know, even <laughs> because last Sunday, when uh mjf was making uh when he was at uh he was taking batting practice with the mets and he was like helping him promote grand slam he had his world championship he didn't have his tag team title was nowhere around it was he he was not promoting the the roh titles on the roh wrestlers (laughs) sorry so if you're not gonna if you're like i obviously you're gonna promote the world title sure clearly but you're a two. But you're a double champion. Put it around your waist or something. Like, or do carry it. Carry or... it. Like, and then I saw like a clip of him on a morning talk show, and he had the he had the triple B. He didn't have the ROH title. So then, what's the point of him having it if he's not even gonna? That's gonna confuse too many random normies. I guess so. Maybe they were like, we don't want him. They're like, well, what is ROH and why? So maybe yeah. That's well, why. I mean, that's definitely what. Would, if you put him on a morning, like a normal morning show. And you had a second belt with ROH, you would confuse all the armies. I guess so. But it's it morning television. Like, they they barely like they... understand why people like adults watch wrestling in the first place. Sure. It's, That's I mean, fair. That's know. fair. It's like, <laughs> I and I barely it. understand why they w- watch Housewives. So we're right. Same. Know, I'm the same way. I could, I get it. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. Get those. You do your thing, I'll do mine. So yeah, I can't tell if they're just going to hold those titles until Adam is cleared or if they're yeah because what because adam can't i mean i guess they can't wrestle uh they can't wrestle um uh 
um vincent and uh in dutch because maybe they could hurt. do it new japan style make them vacated they could be pissed <laughs> off that could like lead to helping them break up a little bit maybe yeah maybe they do I mean, that i'm just thinking out loud like, yeah I no i know what you're saying because i'm kind of doing the same thing because i don't know what they do with that unless they just have them and they, they just don't defend them for six or eight then he weeks and then because that could piss then maybe they'll I have then maybe you have the tag team maybe you have the roh tag team division talking about how the champions are never there and yeah. it's you know let them yeah that'll be interesting i don't know how they're gonna do that and um but yeah so it was, roh is in a really interesting place and i can't tell what they're yeah i was so that's part i was really surprised that the hung bucks won because i was like what are they doing like are they gonna be an roh like <laughs> will they go down there and defend those titles or are you gonna make them defend it against dark order but dark order is back and forth between the brands because they're trying to recalibrate and start this new stuff that they're doing um but then why not put the titles on them then like why weren't they why didn't mogul embassy drop the titles to dark order when dark order is back and forth between roh and um and aw so at least that would have made more sense i mean i hope to see the hung bucks in roh but i'm not <laughs> i'm not holding my breath on that yeah so we shall see how that all plays out. And again, they don't have another pay-per-view until... So maybe there's some matches on... I'm assuming they're going to do some matches on uh, Full Gear again, like they did um, at All Out. Maybe there's a few ROH things on there because their next paper... The ROH-branded pay-per-view is not until Final Battle in December. And they're supposedly doing an AEW pay-per-view on December 29th. So... I don't I don't know what is happening. <laughs> Taza said MJF defends it two on one successfully for a week. So when Cole comes back, they lose on the first match as a team causing friction. Ooh, that could be uh, fun. Okay. I'm into that. I could I could see that, Daza. I I'm could that. I could I like that. I like that too. At least it shows some type of uh like they care. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like it. I'm, I'm I like that, that Daza. That's well, a solid, solid idea. Yes. I'm sure there'll be some tournament probably. I'm sure. <laughs> okay so uh is there anything you want to add about grand slam i'm good i'm all good okay so the, the one oh, thing the i do want to talk thing. <laughs> the final thing i want to talk about here is the new all women's japanese wrestling promotion that is based here in the u.s so like the end of like at the end of august there were some rumblings that a new organization was popping up and then on September 1st, this new promotion comes out. They're called Sukiban, and they have this one-minute clip, and it's just flashing between wrestlers and, like, um, like anime-type stuff. And it was going back and forth, and there's loud music, and it's, like, really eye-popping. And I was like, okay, I want to know more about this. And I had written about it because there were rumors that Bull Nakano was involved in this promotion she wouldn't be we knew at the time she was not going to be involved as far as in the ring but we didn't really know what her sorry miley's nemesis fedex just left so across, no, it's they, were, okay. <laughs> they were across the street and they're leaving now and so <laughs> miley is miley is mad about her nemesis it's it, it's her it's her I, personal it's okay. cesaro yeah <laughs> i right riley also uh 
UPS and FedEx are her uh, dire enemies. So. Yes, Miley is the same way. Yep. So. Anytime, and it's gonna get Those real trucks, bad. At, man, it's gonna get way worse at holidays in the holiday oh, season yeah. where they're on my street every single day, that sometimes time. multiple times a day. <laughs> but so yeah, with Sukuban, uh So we didn't know a whole lot, and then they kept releasing like little clips about there's about the factions there's four factions and so we learn a little bit about the wrestlers and they, they did a lot of really cool stuff to kind of hype it up then all of a sudden they announced that so the show the so the day that the i should back up so the day that the announcement was made about sugibon tickets went on sale and sold out within two hours well, that's good. <laughs> Which is insane. This is a brand new promotion. Nobody really knows anything about them. Um, I don't know how many tickets were actually sold because I don't know what the seating setup was. And I think it's Capital was the name of the building that they performed in in New York City. So I and when I was trying to read it and trying to find out some information, it has different setups so it can hold like a certain amount of people or it can hold this amount. So I don't know how many tickets were actually sold, oh, but I it looked it like that it was like Grand Ballroom in Queens or something. It's, I think Brad has been there before. I yeah, feel like and he's so, talked to us about it in the past. Yeah, so it was a really cool setup. And then, um, so then it was announced <laughs> the show was going to exclude, uh, be broadcast exclusively on TikTok. And so I was like, that's really interesting. But <laughs> the more I thought about it, like it makes sense because they are brand like TikTok obviously is probably the most, I think it's surpassed Twitter as the most used app has been for a while, especially if they're targeting a certain target which i'm sure is 18 a certain husband of mine with dog and uh <laughs> squirrel videos perhaps right. <laughs> yeah and then like somebody was like i was talking to a friend and he was like yeah apparently like teenagers will watch whole movies and tv shows on tiktok wow like okay. they'll just watch it on their phones and so i get Fair. if they're going for a certain demographic like of young you know of young people probably like aged 18 to 25 maybe 18 to 30 like i could see why tiktok would be yeah, a place like right. i kind of get it it's interesting i mean you are obviously excluding a lot of people who don't use tiktok um and then but then if it's exclusive to tiktok i'm assuming there's some kind of financial stuff going in there and they're a brand new promotion so you know, you're going to go where if people are going to offer you money, <laughs> then I can understand like maybe that's what they were going to do. So originally, the only information that we could find was that it was going to be on TikTok and TikTok only. Um, it aired Thursday night at eight o'clock. So I was ended up not watching ROH when it started. I just was like, we'll just go straight in. TikTok has a desktop version, which was helpful. So I didn't have to watch that's this nice. whole show on my phone. It was five matches. Um, and so uh, they... There are a little, so I did a really, I did a primer about Sukiban for um, SE Scoops. And which, uh, like I told you, I think I mentioned that uh, I Googled it when I saw it in our notes because I know I've heard Fumi and Jim talk about it right. already a little bit. But I was like, oh, I'm going to Google this. And your SE Scoops uh, was the first article that popped up. So. <laughs> I'm yeah, so that yeah, exactly my editor Sam from now on because she knows <laughs> how to do it. My editor was like in the next morning, he was like, This is exactly what I was hoping for, was that it would be <laughs> it was so it was funny because right so I do when I was at the um when I was at the hospital, I had my lap my work laptop with me because I was doing some work um at the hospital and so i googled Sukiban and my article comes up and then MSN had picked it up. And so MSN, because MSN is basically an RSS feed. 
They're yeah, they are. Just, they're just a giant SS feed. I it's mean, a, RSS. A, feed. Yeah, it's a big aggregator. That, yeah, yeah, and they had and they've done SC scoop articles before, but as far as I know, this was my first one. So I was like, Yay. oh, this is really cool. And so. <laughs> <clears throat> so if you're we not got, familiar, you got my view and my full read so well i appreciate that so Suki bond all the uh, way to the, end. the 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 term comes from the fact that it kind of it grew out of opposition to the american and british occupation of japan during world war world war ii and they were like all male gangs and would not allow women so the women um started their own uh, groups or gangs and they uh, form Sukiban, which translates to uh, delinquent girl or girl boss and this is not a night like the girl boss is not it's not like it's a thing because of the term that's become popular in the last few years this is like i saw quite a few people use that translation so i believe it is fairly accurate um and so they would wear um their style has changed over the years but they typically would wear like long skirts um because it was in defiance of mini skirts and being sexualized and um things like that and not being allowed to be in groups with men and so they would wear long skirts and they would actually wear also wear the long skirts because they were concealing weapons they would have bamboo swords, chains, razors, anything that they could hide because they were doing petty crime. <laughs> and so <laughs> they were using their skirts to, to hide it. And then they would wear like there's so you'll see it in some of the styles of the wrestlers like they'll you there was like some sailor shirts were kind of involved like that was a um at a certain period of time that's what they were wearing and then sometimes it if evolved. you can kind of tell in the pictures some of their little outfits you know it's kind of a kooky yeah, picture and then but... are, some of them would wear like short blouses that showed their midriffs and then um they were wearing converse shoes um like in the 60s and 70s and then also in the 70s women started dyeing their hair really bold colors which you will see from a lot of the talent that um some of them have really brightly colored hair um especially the har uh the harajuku stars um that's their they got the really <clears throat> brightly colored stuff and so um and then like i saw this from a video and an article i read there's a so there's when i searched sukiban on tiktok the first thing that came up was actually like a little two minute clip like kind of explaining the history and then there was another article that i found about it so at one point sukiban was so ingrained in japan that one of the largest groups had more than twenty thousand members which at the time was larger than some of the yakuza groups which is insane to think about <laughs> so um so that's a little bit of the background and you'll see that's kind of the style that they that they wear um in the show and why there's different why the different factions dress the way that they do is because um and i it's because of the sukiban um women that they're styled after and then like bull nakano um some of her style when she wrestled was based off of the sukiban <clears throat> as it's well like bomb girls and roller derby and a lot yeah. of stuff from the 90s that was really crazy because there was like the one thing where i mean dave talks about this a lot is like a lot of people dismiss it in japan because it was for teenagers but yeah. actually it turned out that no grown people grown men were going to this and like really enjoying this sort of like crazy style right although uh i think that fumi didn't like the name because he said it was like too trashy Oh, he didn't no. like the association so oh no <laughs> i was like uh-oh he's oh, like no but but he said it doesn't matter because it's an american promotion so we're not gonna make the connection necessarily but sure he was a little bit like Meh, it's kind of like a not a great like <laughs> he was just kind of like meh on the name and i had sure. to, I, it gave me a chuckle because i was like <laughs> yeah, i get that funny 
but i understand yeah. what they're going for and also yeah. i guess they're defining their own thing because it's american joshi is supposed to which is weird in and right. of itself so yeah it's, who cares because i feel like it just got well like they moved it so they put it on t youtube you can watch well, it on YouTube yeah so that's now. what i say the show originally aired on tiktok and it was the show for the most part like in the beginning it was a little choppy um it would like break up and it would repeat itself so it was at least we weren't missing stuff like it would mm -hmm. go back to where it missed and then in the second match we had some issues with it as well and then um but yeah so it was um it was really cool and then I, what i really loved about it veda scott and sam laterna were on commentary um so it's um they did have a male ring announce announcer and it was a male referee but everything else was women um i did hear later <coughs> that speedball helped agent some of the matches oh, nice. um, I, I don't know if it i don't think it was all five i don't know if it was just one match in particular or i had didn't hear the details i just saw scott edwards tweeted it um that pwi reported that he um was involved so i thought that was obviously really cool because um i'm a huge speedball fan and then veda's involved and i loved her too and so yeah so it was five matches shows like an hour and a half it moved fairly quickly we kind of got to see everybody um there's four main factions there's the cherry bomb girls uh dangerous liaisons the vandals and the harajuku stars um they each have their own then there's stray cat who is the youngest member on the roster and she doesn't belong to any faction um and she just is kind of out there doing her own thing and then the second match was a triple threat with a mysterious guest uh it's a woman named kunami and my timeline was really excited um japanese wrestling is one of my i guess blind spots i'm not super i'm familiar with certain names but there's a lot of names i'm not familiar with apparently all the women who are in sukiban wrestle in other companies with like under different names so basically in suki bond there are different characters and different mm, names and okay. things like that so um so uh, but i a lot of people were really excited to see konami uh which was great um and so that was exciting to see then they did have like they kind of set stuff up for the second show um then we have so right before the main event a video airs and it's just different shots of bull nakano bull nakano comes out you know she's got full makeup on um and she's carrying this giant women's title with her because the main event was a title eliminator match uh, to crown the first champion and it was revealed that she is the commissioner of oh, suki bond okay. so All that's right, really cool. yeah so she was out there and she was talking about how she's excited to be back in the the u.s and she had the belt and so she came out and then after the match they got uh, some of the factions kind of got into it so she came out and made the match for the next show which they didn't originally announce but apparently again scott edwards was a really great follow for this type of stuff uh he said that konami tweeted on her personal account um that the next show is that she would be on the next show in december in miami so uh, apparently that's going to be the next show there's not been an official announcement yet uh, but that's what we are um being told there you go yeah, we so still have and thing. also on this youtube <laughs> channel there is scott did um a, he clipped it from his podcast there's like a 16 minute video on suki bond where he explains more about awesome. which wrestlers are playing which characters and um especially if you're familiar with japanese wrestling that i think that would be really well even if you're not like that's a really great place so besides the article that i wrote i would and i will tweet out the link to that clip because yes. it was really informative um and i 
really appreciated that he put that out there. And especially now that Sukibon's starting to, so now it's starting to pick up and word's starting to spread. So they did, so there were some links, like it showed up on a website that uh, people use if you have a VPN and don't want to purchase pay-per-views that <laughs> ended up on that. It made its way to that website. I found it a friend of mine said he found somebody tweeted it out on a google link a google drive link like so people were trying to get to it so then finally yesterday they did put it up on the sukiban youtube page uh so that you can you can now watch the show in full there uh so i recommend you know checking out it was a lot of fun like they have a lot of uh like kind of i guess they're definitely doing like the punk rock feels a lot of like really loud uh, energetic music like one of the factions comes out to the doors uh stray cat comes out to stray cat strut for brian seltzer oh, orchestra which what? i thought was i thought that was kind of funny uh one of the groups comes out to bad reputation um so you know it's a it's a lot of fun and it's um i thought it was really exciting and i was reading from some people who were there they were giving out like free snacks they had candy they had like cotton candy and all kinds of stuff emmy was there uh emmy went to support and she posted a video outside there was like a really long line to get in and then she posted like a little montage of clips that she took from the show and like of the snacks and the giveaways and um Alex, which is uh, her thing is the queen of the ring and she runs church of Joshi. She was talking about like, what a great experience it was. She said it felt like being at a rock show and it was just, cool. she said the environment was really, really cool. And so it, it was a lot of fun. Like I really enjoyed it. And I'm really looking forward to see where, seeing where this goes. And they, now we've got, you know, there's already uh, clearly there's a title now. Um, so it sounds like it's going to be, and it sounds like it's going to be moving to multiple cities. If Miami is the next place that they're doing it, it'll be interesting to see how many shows they do per year and how many um like where they pop up and things like that or when you have people like Andrew Zarian pop up hey Andrew happy Sunday to you too (laughs) (laughs) thank you happy Sunday Yes. So, uh, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see where Sukiban pops up. I had a lot of fun enjoying, you know, just watching it. And kind yeah, of I'm going to watch it. In. I have a lot of catch up to do because <laughs> I obviously spent yesterday doing the thing and I've just been delinquent. I got my flu yeah. shot and I was just like, I'm great. I'm really tired. Yeah, I right. <laughs> yeah, we're we're a little backed up because you know, obviously Nikki had surgery and things like that. We started and because of Suki Bond, we were in we Silly. put like we are putting ROH way. on hold. So I got part I've got part part of the way through ROH, but then I had to stop because I had to write an article about um about ROH and then well, I was like oh no I'm gonna just write about Eddie anyway and then oh and then the cuts the <laughs> the WWE roster cuts threw me off I wasn't expecting to have to cover that on Thursday so I was planning to finish the Sukiban article then and then I was like hold on so it's a little crazy and so I've got to play catch up too yeah, I'm a week actually for just news and other stuff yeah and then I know so destruction was this morning correct yes yes so I've not been keeping up with like I told I, I flat I told hate. my friend I was like I am not getting to that till Monday <laughs> yeah I know I did see there was a there was a turn I saw somebody turn don't, on somebody don't tell me anything I no that's all told. I'm gonna say I did see that <laughs> and actually I think that might be the only thing that I saw I just I really want to see that main event because I mean 
Unisuji and Relosh really. Yeah, man, yeah. They, that's what I was thinking the other day. I was like, man, people told me that Yonosuji was buried in the in the yeah, G1. Right? <laughs> he's buried in the G1, yet he's out here main event with Will Ospreay. But, right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so I definitely want to get... And I, I hate that I've been so behind because our guy, Bad Dude Tito, has been apparently killing it over there, and I've not seen any of it, and I need to get caught up. And I, I don't think it. it's physically possible to stay in, like caught up anymore. I just don't. No. There's not enough, like, you couldn't stay up long enough there's so no. much <laughs> that the people who are able to do that uh you have all of my respect all. and more power to you for being all able of to the keep power bombshells all of it all of us there's a all lot to our... keep up with but yeah, no, i think uh i think tito and zsj wrestled okada and ishii on today's show i believe mm. i think i saw a clip of actually yes they did because i saw tito tweet a clip of it plus i have to watch kevin yeah. kelly's last show so but his last show is gonna be wrestle but isn't kingdom. He, he's but doing wrestle his, yeah he's doing wrestle kingdom and new this year is Dash, his last right? series so right. i'm trying to yeah. make sure yeah i, I heard the in. guy that they found who's replacing him i believe his name is walker just blanked on his name i somebody found posted a clip and he does some he's done so, he does a lot of stuff in the texas area okay. um from the little highlight reel that i saw um and i saw yesterday kevin kelly said that i think it was yesterday or friday that brutal bob evans discovered walker and brought okay. him to the attention of new japan and he said he's kevin said that brutal bob introduced him to somebody in new japan and that's kind of how he got his foot in the door and he said brutal bob is really good at finding talent <laughs> i am um, <laughs> so i arrived at his newsletter because they gave out a they were giving away about kevin kelly um master class mm -hmm. for free if you signed up for the newsletter oh nice so i never i'm sitting in my like i still have the thing and i was getting his um emails and he teaches like all kinds of stuff about the business not just oh, like cool. in ring work but all kinds of like smart stuff how to like right. get your like how to do your pr how to do your merch like things like that and i think that the, that's really cool the guy's not he's not just like a wrestler consultant he's like like in ring he teaches you about like all the stuff you need to know about like building yourself up as a wrestler and getting yourself booked and wow so it was like a whole bunch i was like wow this is interesting just because and he gives like talks all over the country. Sure. So right. I was like, geez, I'd go to one of these just to like, like, I'm not trying to yeah. get, but I'd be really interested to just see because it's, right. it's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's super interesting. So yeah, so. that's, a, so that'll be really cool. That's a, that's a, I, I feel good hearing that because that's a solid, I feel like that's a solid endorsement. Yeah. It'll world. be really interesting to see. I think one of the biggest tests is going to be how he, interacts with chris charlton chris, because chris yeah. and kevin have such i mean and it took him a little bit to to work that well, i mean um, kevin had to help chris charlton become a person yeah because chris was not yeah and chris is phenomenal and he's now especially he's come out of a shell he just he's very much himself which i love i'm a huge chris charlton fan but i mean um, so like really caliber we have excalibur yeah. did great so sure yeah, so I'm really interested to see how, you know, how uh, he does and how Chris does. And then if they are able to bring in Gino at all, <laughs> hopefully Gino gets to come back and do some things because Gino is, again, we talk about it all the time. Gino is not somebody I ever expected to like as much as I do. Love I him. was not a fan of his at all. 
and then he grew on me and now I'm I miss him I, I miss <laughs> him too I'm like where is Gino I, I mean, it does give me like great pleasure that they still make all kinds of fun like call out jokes to him and stuff because it's like yeah. thank you I need that in my life yeah. <laughs> same same so it'll be it's definitely gonna be a lot different next year hearing you know somebody new and not kevin kelly on yep. new japan and Definitely. so it'll be it'll be I, it might it's going to be a bit of an adjustment i think for sure we'll but you right. know I think change is we'll be... always scary but <laughs> this is true <laughs> but new japan is doing some really amazing stuff as much as i'm behind on this type of stuff of course i was up on the g1 there's a lot of really exciting things happening in new japan they're firing on all cylinders it's great wrestling there's a whole bunch of great stuff happening we're in wrestle kingdom season (laughs) yeah it's good yeah yeah there's good stuff there and so and we have we will have kevin kelly through i believe new year i believe new year dash is where he said he will be yeah i think you're right there i think that's and so i'm very glad that he we will at least have him through those moments and but yeah so it'll be interesting but yeah so sukiban definitely go check that out uh daza says speaking of joshi the stardom five-star grand p has grand prix has been incredible i've heard been that. hearing some good things i'm glad that's well somebody else said that sukiban posted it on youtube sukiban world yes and that Daza says Konami is awesome. Yeah, I was really impressed with that. Matt. I was like, now I understand why she got the react because Veda and Sam Laterno's reaction was really big for her. And then I saw it in my timeline and I was like, I, I understand now. <laughs> and so nice. I'm uh, excited to learn about more Joshi wrestling because like, that's one of the things I don't have time for is, you know, I haven't watched. I'm not somebody who watches Stardom. I know that I should. And so I'm glad to at least have a little taste of, you know, Joshi wrestling in general in this form. Um, So it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, so there's a lot of, there's a lot that happened this week. But (laughs) a lot of wrestling, folks. Yeah. So I believe that we covered all of the things we were going to cover today. Next week, we will be back for the pre-pre-show to get you prepared for Wrestle Dream. We still have five hours worth of shows next week so i would not be surprised if another match or two gets added i'm i would assume there's some sort of a zero hour <laughs> beforehand maybe that's where we get willow I don't... <laughs> yeah i guess we'll see if anyone's doing anything on the network so keep it here yes. make sure that you're tuned in and subscribed and smash the like buttons and the comments and all of the things because then you'll know <laughs> And it will super duper help us because it really just goes back to everyone here making all this great content that you guys are yeah. checking out. Absolutely. And Daza says, if anyone wants to try a good film at the cinema, may I recommend Dumb Money, great film on the little guys taking on the rich Wall Street investors. Ooh, that sounds intriguing. Thank you for the, sh- thank you for the recommendation, Daza. Awesome. Actually, I've been going through, uh, we, we watched Wolf of Wall Street and I'm almost done with the big short because, uh, I find they were finally back available on something that I nice. subscribe to. So. Oh, and also, I guess I should say, because, well, we still have a week. I still have a little bit longer, but I do have to, I will probably this week be watching Can't Buy Me Love. Ooh, <laughs> so right. that I can get the prepared. The of October is coming. <laughs> no, the Sam will October be on the Mike and JD I, show. I have not made the playlist, but I keep, I've been thinking about songs and I'm like, do I want to include this yes. or should I include that instead? And 
just because I like it. Well, I don't know that JD will. And then I was like, yeah, but you can't think of it like, well, no. And well, part of it though, is (laughs) if, if he is playing this for students, there's probably some songs that probably should not get included. Agreed. Probably probably should not put. Although it is JD, so. Mm. This is true. So then I was like, I mean, we could go some old school Johnny Cash and put like a boy named Sue. Probably, I don't know how that would play out in front of students. And then I was like, we're going to put, because because Mike Mike mentioned Dixie Chicks. I do have, well, they're the chicks now. Have to put them on there. I was like, guess can't put Goodbye Earl on there because the song's about, probably can't, probably should put Sin Wagon on there. I, I was like, it. he's playing this in front of the students. Might have to change my. So I've been going back and forth about, like, I know for sure two songs that will be on there. Just got to figure out where to put them. And then it's funny because the videos that I told him that I'm making him watch, Nikki and I, because CMT shows 90s country music videos on Wednesdays and Fridays. So we set it up to record to go back and watch. Those two videos were on the two hours we watched the other day. They did them out of order. They did the second one first and then the first one the following week. <laughs> but I was re-traumatized watching them. And I was like, yeah, JD, is uh, he's definitely. Oh, I can't wait. This is be <laughs> so, so definitely stay tuned fun. for that because I think I am going to take up Mel up on the, uh, her idea of once JD has listened and I've been on the show and we've talked about it, I'm going to put up the Spotify playlist for you guys to check out. Fun. I I'm think that'll link, be fun. I'm going to link those music videos for you to be traumatized with. Cause I imagine. Oh, yeah. You got to like, go home. Imagine long, I was like, I was probably like 10 or 11 maybe when these videos came oh, out. Oh, I so, can't wait. That'll be so exciting. We'll get to see traumatic. like what a young uh, tween Sam was traumatized by. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yay. Country music videos. Now I was you know why I'm by. like I am. <laughs> so definitely be. We'll talk about that more again next week. Uh, but I'm sure we've got a lot covering with a uh, Russell Dream. So I wanted to mention that real quick. Uh, awesome. That that is coming up, Can't and hopefully wait. I'm getting to that this week. I got to get to destruction at some point too. But yes. So we will be here at our regular time next Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern with a pre-pre show, and we hope that you have a good week. We do hope that. Let me do this. Have a great week. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.